Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. What's up, Holman? How you doing, big dog? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm doing good. We just got done having a real good laugh, dude. I'm telling you, ever since we ever since we took these damn mics off the stands, we're just um, we're just on another level. Yeah, we're we're a little we're a little loose over here in loose, the lab. Real loose, real it's, loose in the lab. It's nice though, like being nice, nice and comfortable. I keep I keep alluding to it, but I think uh, improvements are going to start coming in soon. Yeah, I think they should. <laughs> well. Yeah, I know. I just say, I don't know. Do we gotta like get like some grips for the for the mics here? How cool would that be? I don't even know if that's a thing. I, I don't. I don't know. If it's, I don't know. If it's, I don't know if it's a thing either. But I mean, fuck it. If you want to, we can. We can figure out something about it. Yeah. Well, see, my 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 first and foremost plan is to get this room set up properly. A couple of chairs, maybe a foot. Oh, definitely a futon. Futon, TV, or nine. I don't know. See, I'm 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 caught in the middle. I don't know if I want to do one larger TV here in the room. It's not it's not an entirely huge room. It, no, it may be like six by six. Uh, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, um, like seven by seven, maybe. Yeah, it's like not, not by much. Yeah, it's not an entirely large room. I mean, it it, wor- it works out well for what we're go- for what we have going on, but. Fans, what my enti- what my plan is, I eventually want to get like TVs put up in here, so when games are on, um, I can like, I can I can, I can host people over to watch games. Yeah, like a friend or two. Right. Um, Nothing crazy. No, no. Not no. having Super Bowl parties in here. Might never know. We, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Um. But I don't know if I want to do like two smaller TVs or one larger TV. Um. I'm still on the fence about it. I eventually would have put my PlayStation in here also and just make this like a like a nice little kickback room. Okay. That's my eventual goal. Um I don't know, maybe I'll do some furniture shopping tomorrow since it's gonna be raining. Yeah, I mean you'll have plenty of time. Yeah, it's supposed to I think it's supposed to storm later tonight into tomorrow yep. and tomorrow's supposed to be a pretty shitty day. Yeah. Um that will give me and my girlfriend something to do tomorrow because she's all gung-ho on me redoing the room in here also. Okay. She's very excited to see what my what my vision is for it. I don't know if excited excited's the right word because she doesn't have a hard-on for it like I do. That wasn't really the right term. But, but you said it and you can't take but, it back. Yeah, whatever I said is on the internet now. It's not going anywhere. I said it, I meant it. I said it, I meant it. Um, <laughs> but, really, but really the big thing is... Um, she knows I'm excited about it, so she wants to see what I'm gonna end up doing with it. Yeah, she's happy because you're happy. Bingo. That's kind of cool. Yeah, happy pappy. Happy pappy. Yeah, so I'm caught. Uh, so I don't know what I want to do about televisions. I gotta get jerseys framed. I gotta get. I gotta get the uh, old John Daly hung up. All that stuff. Um, love that guy. So it's a work in progress, but maybe maybe this weekend I'll start. Um, start doing some shopping for it. Love that idea. Think you should. Yeah. I mean, I mean, 
It'll look nice. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work out for the podcast. I mean, I mean, we'll make it work regardless. I know yeah, we'll, we'll, I, we'll I, I know it will. Um, but yeah, that's that. Well, at this point, we—I mean, we don't have the mic stands anymore. We're just holding it, so we could just chill in the futon. Yeah, yeah. Some little table in front of us, lower s- it down a little bit. Someone sits on the futon. <clears throat> someone sits in the chairs that we have now. Yeah. I mean that's a nice that's a nice part. Like even though the room is like small, like there's still enough room. I can host at least five people in here. See, kind of what I was thinking is it might not be a bad idea if uh, we just both like sit on the futon, have our laptops in front of us. We get that camera. It gets us both in the shot. That wouldn't be a bad idea either. Might be onto something. Might be onto something. Yeah. I don't know what I'm onto, but I might be onto it. Uh, onto something for sure. Yeah. Onto something. Yeah, so it's a work in progress. Um, I kind of alluded to it last week that I'm doing something with it, but I didn't. Uh, I haven't really done anything with it yet. So give it time; it's coming. Big things on the side, like always. Yes, sir. Um, so let's just hop into a little bit of uh, NBA talk. Uh, NBA summer league's going on right now. Can I tell you something real quick? That no. was a lot less banter than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Not overly mad about it, but that was like that was that was considerably less banter. Considerably less, yeah. Then again, at the same time, we're just we're just going to be on a roll sporadically throughout the episode. So yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a wild episode. Yeah, so 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 strap in, enjoy yourself. Um, we're gonna get a little crazy. Get a beer if you need to, unless you're driving. Yeah, yeah, or or fuck it. No, don't do that. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, 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 whoa, yeah. Don't listen, don't listen to me. Do not drink and drive. It's not a good thing to do. It's not worth it. No, not um, at all. So the NBA summer league's been going on. Um, the California league was going on from July second through the fifth, uh, and the Utah league was going on from the fifth through the seventh. Um, so I have up the statistics from the California league. You have up the elite, uh, the statistics from the Utah league. So we're going to talk about that, and then uh, the big one is uh, Las Vegas, the seventh through the seventeenth. Um, so really, what what the summer league is, it gives it gives players like on, on the fringe of making NBA rosters, guys who have been established, who have been in the league for a little while, but are having trouble getting footing on teams, gives them an opportunity to go ahead and play against other NBA talent, um, and it also gives the incoming rookies and I like like an opportunity to get their feet wet with the um, with the pace of the game the skill that everybody else has um they do they do it in three different sites um as holman said uh california and utah those are the two shorter periods vegas that's 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 the big that's the big one um they have like nine ten games a day going on there all 30 all 30 teams are there yeah um and they'll eventually crown a champion um, who this year is getting a ring? Yeah, so so it's 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 nothing crazy. This is the first year they're doing it. They're actually giving out um, rings to the winning team of the Las Vegas Summer League. All it says on it is just Summer League. Yeah, but it's so, something, man. It's got the gold. It's got the jewels. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of the players, you know, you'll see them, you'll see them dominate in Summer League, but a lot of them don't get a lot of opportunity during the eighty-two game season. Yeah. Um, so you know, it gives it gives them something to remember remember their time playing with the team or play, representing the team in some in some fashion. So, yeah, I think so. I think it's a nice idea. No, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. So uh, in the California Classic Summer League, <clears throat> um, there's probably some uh, lesser known names in this one. If we're just being honest about it, um, the person that had uh, the best the best summer league in uh, in this one was Keegan Murray, uh, scoring wise. Yes, um, Keegan Murray averaged 19.7 points a game, 
Um, and uh, granted, they he only played three games. 19.7 points a game, shooting 51% from field from the floor, uh, 43.8% from three. He had eight rebounds a game, uh, 0.7 assists, uh, 1.3 steals, and had a plus-minus of 13, positive 13. So um, Keegan Murray was kind of the standout of the uh, the California Classic. A uh, couple other guys, just uh, to ramble off some of the uh, the more productive ones scoring-wise. Uh, I believe it's uh, Guy Santos. Um, he was averaging 14, uh, 14 a game. Um, Quindary Weatherspoon. He was averaging 14. Math McClung, that's a, uh, that's a guy probably more people recognize name-wise. Um, he was the... Uh, that white boy from D.C. who could dunk on anybody. Yeah, he played for Georgetown who just could jump out of the gym. Yeah. Um, Golden State actually got him from the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he signed... Uh, Golden State brought him on. Uh, Nikola Jovic, not Jokic, Jovic, um, rookie that just got drafted. Um, he averaged 11.3 points a game. Uh, he had 5.3 rebounds and uh, 0.3 assists um, on uh, about 22 minutes played, so not bad for him. Uh, Scottie Pippen Jr., um, he also averaged 11.3 uh, points a game. In he, case you didn't know, that's Scottie Pippen's son. That is. That is. I think the junior part may have given it away. Not sure, but it's out there. I don't know. You, 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 you never know, dude. You never know. You're correct. Uh, 11.3 points. He had uh, 4.3 rebounds and 4.7 assists. So kind of an all-around uh, all around thing he had going on there. So good for him. Uh, Moses Moody, he, uh, he was in this one as well. 11 points a game. First, uh, first round pick last year. First round pick last year for Golden State. Um yeah, he had uh one point five rebounds and three assists. Um, I mean, really, so I mean, I mean, we could go on and on with a lot of these names. A lot of them, a lot of them, you guys probably won't even see playing big big time minutes when it comes when it comes time for the NBA season to start. I mean, Sharif O'Neal was in there. That is uh, Shaquille Sha- O'Neal's yeah, son. Shaq's son. Re- really, what this is, it, it gives guys an opportunity to brush up on their game. Um, like I said, those fringe players who are on the borderline of not playing a lot or not even making teams, it gives them an opportunity to just get their feet wet. Give them, gives them an opportunity to play against high level competition. Um, and in all honesty, it gives us something to talk about. I love look. Summer league basketball is really, really fun. Because you have all these guys who will just show out, and you're like, oh, man, that guy's going to be a fucking stud. Like Kevin Kev- Knox. Kevin Knox, three years ago. He was number eight or nine. He was, a, he was a lottery pick by the Knicks. Yep. And he showed out in the summer league. And everybody's like, oh, man, Kevin Knox is going to be nice. He's going to be a problem. And, now, and, and he's, he's, he, got traded, he got traded to Atlanta in the Cam Reddish trade, and I think Atlanta let him go. Yeah, I don't even think he's seeing the court anymore. Uh-uh, no, he'll, pro- he'll probably end up playing overseas just because he can never find footing in the NBA. Um, also, I just want to go. I just want to go ahead and shout this out. This guy, this guy's having a had a hell of, had a hell of a run out in California. Um, figured this out last night. <clears throat> couldn't be- couldn't believe this. So apparently, somebody that works at Penguin Random House, their son plays in the NBA. Okay. Um, so he plays the Miami Heat. Haywood Highsmith. Is the uh, is the player's name? Uh, players of the Miami Heat 
Uh, during the three during the three days he was playing in California, averaged about eleven points, six boards. No, I'm sorry. Um, almost nine, almost nine rebounds, two assists, um, two steals and a block a game. So it's cool as hell. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, fi- fi- figured that out. I was I was li- literally having a conversation with his dad, and he was telling me that he's going to he was going to Vegas for a summer league. I just assumed it was because he was a big basketball fan, which he is. We've had conversations about basketball before. Oh. Um. But yeah, his son plays for uh, plays for the Miami Heat. Actually, played in the playoffs. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so he actually he, he actually has pretty established footing in the NBA. So so good on him. It's um it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, that's pre- that's pretty dope. Yeah. Um. To kind of to kind of shift a little bit, heading over to Utah with with the latest um with the latest um installment of uh, summer league games we're, we're playing, um couple guys that had that had some good luck scoring the ball um starting with uh jared butler he scored 16 points a game bruno cabloco had 16 and a half you had three guys tied for the second leading score at 17 points per game that's zaire williams paul reed and number two overall pick chet holmgren and then isaiah joe led with 19 points a game during the utah utah league um chet holmgren he was a he was a, he was a big standout behind his 17 points a game, 10 rebounds, four assists, um, half a steal, but four blocks a game. So, um, something that we alluded to during our coverage of the NBA draft and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Chet Holmgren really has the length in order to make an impact defensively at the, at the next level. Um, summer league or not, four blocks a game—that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. But I will say um, the big knock on Chet Holmgren was his, um, his um, he, he's a little bit underweight for his size, his build and physicality. Right, he's he's very he's very he's very tall, lanky. He doesn't look like he has a whole lot of muscle on him. So when he was going against Kenneth Lofton Jr., which is MLB MLB star Kenny Lofton's son, yep, um, he just got dominated. Yeah, I mean he was just that he just outbodied him. Right, I mean I mean Chet Holmgren, he's a face he's a face up player. Like a modern NBA player, Kenneth Lofton Jr. He's like a back to the basket. I'm a back your ass down. I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. I'll rebound you. Like Zach Randolph. Bingo. Exactly. Probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, probably probably best way to describe it. So So yeah, that's that is that. Um I, th- I think Chet Holmgren even said he was still catching his breath from the first game that he played. Like he like I don't want to say he was out of shape. But I think, like, I think he's in I mean, for a rude but, awakening but, on that eighty-two game season. But then again, at the same time, you know, it's one of those things he hasn't played since he hasn't played organized ball since March. Yeah, so he might be a little out of shape, out of game shape, right? Not out of shape, but out of game shape, right? I mean, so like, so like the rookie wall, you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily, necessarily see that a whole lot in the NBA. Mm. You see it more so in like the NFL and stuff like that. Yeah, um, just because you're used to being the shit and running around people in college football. Mm-hmm. Well, in NFL, you're just another guy. Yeah, there are some exceptions. Yeah, some sure, exce- sure, sure, some exceptions. But for the most part, you just end up becoming a- another guy, and it takes you a little bit of time to have an immediate impact on the field. NBA, on the other hand, you have guys who just come out and they're leading teams in the playoffs in their first years. Yep. So, um, Chen Holmgren might have been trying to catch his breath from the game before. He's going to be fine. All he needs to do is just get back in game shape. Like you said, and, and the only way to get into game shape is playing. 
is to play games. That's it. Yep, that's that's all it is. So what? So the more he does that, the better off he'll be. Um, also, uh, Josh Giddy. Yep, I've I've talked about him a few times on the podcast. Um, Oklahoma City drafted him last year in the first round from Australia. Uh, put up a triple double in the summer league. Good for him. Yeah. So hey, he's gonna be a baller. Yeah. Oh, he he already is. Um, I've kind of talked about it a few times before. Oklahoma City's a team that's really gonna be making a, a lot of noise here soon. Once uh, once they maturity is the wrong word, but once their but once their players start to mature more, yeah, and refine their skills better, um, they're gonna be dangerous, man. Yeah, I mean when you have Shea, Lou Dort, Chet Holmgren, um, Giddy, Josh Giddy, I think they and they. I think they got somebody else too in the draft. I can't remember who it is. It's, I mean, they have they, they took two guys with the same name. I forget, I forget what they are, but they also have Alexei Pokushevsky. They have Aaron Wiggins. They have a lot of guys who can come off the bench um, and really make immediate impacts. Yeah, uh, for their for their team. So give it some time. I, I mean, I alluded to it last week. I think they're a dark horse to to, to possibly get Kevin Durant. I don't think it happens ultimately, but they are a dark horse to possibly get them. I, to be honest with you, I don't think the Kevin Durant trade gets done. Yeah, we talked about we talked about that earlier today. You know, so there's there's so honestly, there's not a whole lot of news going on in the NBA. We have two things that we are going to talk about here in just a moment, but really, the entire NBA the entire NBA is shutting down due to two players just wanting to be traded from a team: Kevin Durant and Rudy Gobert. Well, he didn't want to get traded, but, I mean, I know you're talking about Kyrie Irving, but Rudy right. Gobert broke the NBA twice now. Yeah, so NBA, so so Rudy Gobert is the reason why the whole COVID pandemic started in the country. Yes. Well, let's, let's not get that twisted. Once they started shutting down sports, that's when everybody started to panic. Yeah, that was when the panic started. I'll yeah. give you that. Okay. Yeah. So, so, goddamn Frenchman. Anyway. Um, <laughs> bastard. But, um, we... We, <laughs> but um, but yeah, him getting traded to the to the Timberwolves really made trading Kevin Durant a whole lot tougher. Just because the players themselves that Rudy Gobert got traded for, it's nothing really too crazy. I mean, yeah, Jarrett Culver, he was a number four pick when he got drafted in his respected class. Sure, and Patrick Beverly is one of the is probably the best defensive point guards in the NBA. One of them. One of them for sure. He's he's a he's one of the top defensive point guards in the league. I'd say he's probably the most annoying player in the NBA too. Uh, maybe behind Draymond Green. Yeah, maybe. I mean, one A, one B there. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, but it it, it it's really the first round picks. I think it was what nine nine moved pieces for Rudy Gobert. Yeah, five players, four picks. That's insane. Yeah. Um, and really, uh, no. Four players, four picks. Eight Ru- pieces. Rudy Gobert made the ninth. Okay. So there was eight pieces traded for somebody that's not even that offensively gifted. And they yeah, and, and they have the potential to swap firsts in one year as well, toward the toward the end of the deal. Okay. Maybe that was the ninth. Yeah, so so there is the possibility to swap. Um for people for people that aren't as well caught up on the lingo with the NBA. Um, the ability to swap the team during 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 the year in question, um, 
instead of just dealing a pick over to another team, they have the opportunity to say, okay, well, your record, your your draft pick is going to be in the lottery. Ours is not. Yes, we want to go ahead and swap those picks. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, so that way both teams still keep a first-round pick, but they're just giving each other their first-round pick. Yeah, and, I mean, honestly, the Timberwolves have uh, completely – shut down the trade market in the NBA with that pick, <clears throat> with so many pieces going for somebody like Rudy Gobert, who's just a, I mean, let's just call it what it is, a defensive stud. He's now, he's won Defensive Player of the Year. He locked down the entire Mul- league. Multiple times. He's yes. won Defensive Player of the Year. He's locked down the league, and now he's locking down free agency. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, the, the big thing is, is that, of course, Kevin Durant, he's head and shoulders better than Rudy Gobert. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, head and shoulders better, and... It's not questionable. And Utah got that haul for somebody who, for lack of a better term, is a one-dimensional player. He can play defense. He can He's tall as hell, and he can play defense. He can play defense damn well, too. Yep. But but with Kevin Durant, of course, he's so gifted offensively, but he's also a good, very good defender as well, yeah. just, just because of his length. So all of those moving pieces, whether or not all those moving whether or not the pieces are the same moving back and forth, if Kevin Durant is dealt or not, that's remained to be seen. But it's the quality of the pieces is now what's about to be astronomical. So the Minnesota Timberwolves, speaking of the team, actually got a, uh, a phone call from the Brooklyn Nets. They said, we'll give you Kevin Durant if you give us Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and four first-round picks. Yeah, so number one, that trade couldn't even happen now due to the Stepien rule after they just gave up all their first-round picks. Yep. Um, so this had to have been before the Rudy Gobert trade. It had to have been. You think so? They can't, they can't trade their first-round picks now. You can't, you can't trade them in back-to-back years. Well, I mean, they could have maybe said, like, hey, we'll give you next year's first-round pick. But they can't do that now. Whose first round pick did they trade this year? Theirs. Well, I'm saying, like, who did they give it to? Philly? Utah. Uh, uh, true. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so that, so that trade couldn't even happen this year. Um, if it was, if it was before Rudy, Go- if it's after Rudy Gobert. So that, so this had to have been before all the rumors came out that Katie wanted to be moved. Maybe. I'm about to pull it up. Step in roll. I mean, either way, what the fuck is Minnesota doing? They're pissing me off. I'm going to roundhouse them. Uh, I spelled step in roll. You're going to give up all those pieces for fucking Rudy Gobert, but you're not willing to give up that piece for Kevin Durant? Yeah, I mean... I'm done with them. I mean, I don't get it, personally. Ha, ah, here it is. The step in roll. Um, I don't care. I'm aware that he got banned by the NBA. Um, cannot trade its first round picks in consecutive years. I mean, maybe it did. I don't know. This came At out. At one point, the Cavs are traded away five consecutive first round picks. It sounds like the fucking Rams. It does. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 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 right now the I mean not a lot is happening in the NBA because so I think KD's preferred destination would be Phoenix. If he was to be moved to Phoenix, of course, that would have to rec- that would inc- that would include dealing DeAndre Ayton in a sign and trade 
to the king or to the Nets. I was like Kings. Good Lord, good Lord, that poor guy. Um, so, so that that deal won't get done without DeAndre Ayton, just despite Phoenix maybe not wanting to bring him back for whatever reason, which I think is stupid. Um, he has to be he has to be in that trade in order for that to work. Uh huh. So, of course, he hasn't been signed yet. I mean, hit. Him signing with another team, that would be the big domino to fall. If he ends up signing with another team, Phoenix is out. Phoenix is flat out. Um, but, I mean, no, no big names are, being, are, are really doing anything in free agency, which is really because of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I mean, at this point, honest, honestly, I don't see Kevin Durant getting traded. I don't think it's happening. I think he's playing for Brooklyn. I do. I think. I think the relationship at this point is becoming fractured. They also said that they're not. They're not tied down to the fact of trading KD to a place that he wants to be traded to. Right. He doesn't have a no trade clause. I know. So they could realistically send him off wherever the fuck they wanted. I think the only person they're going to accommodate. I. I. I think the only person they're going to trade. To his preferred destination is Kyrie. Maybe that's only because the Lakers could give them something back. Yeah. Like something halfway valuable. No, I would agree. Um, I don't know. Dep- depending on where you send KD, you could actually get a, you could actually get a good haul. You could for sure, but I, I guess I just they're they're gonna have to, somebody's gonna have to give up so much. To to get KD, yeah, it's just, it's just gonna be a lot. It's just gonna be a lot of moving pieces. I don't think somebody's willing to give up that much shit. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I mean, I would, I would, I would like to think it could happen, but that's just me. I don't know. I don't know. After seeing what Utah got for Rudy Gobert. The price for KD skyrocketed the same way contracts in the NFL um, for quarterbacks are fucked because of what the Browns did with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, it's a very similar thing. Mm-hmm. Like other GMs are pissed at what the Browns did with Deshaun Watson. Other GMs are pissed at what the Timberwolves gave up to get Rudy Gobert. Yeah. I mean, I mean, really, it, 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 re, it reset the market entirely. Yeah, it reset the market in a bad way. Yeah, not 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 a way that I think um, teams definitely wanted to be. Like I said, it's it pissed off every other GM. Yeah, in I mean, the league. It, yeah, it's um, it de- it de- it definitely made things ten times tougher in in order in order to attempt to move them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so so some kind of shift topics here a little bit uh some, something uh, another team that was rumored to possibly be another destination for kevin durant i don't know how the hell he would have made it out there it's portland um i don't know if portland's gonna have enough money to afford him now yeah not anymore yeah they just signed uh their star point guard damian lillard lillard to an extension of two years 122 million dollars 61 million dollars a year 61 million dollars a year that's more than the highest paid quarterback average salary yeah. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. 
He is the per annual average. He is the highest paid player in the NBA. That is insane to me. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Dame is a very good player. I think he is the most underappreciated player mm-hmm. because of the market that he has out there in Portland. I think he's a damn good player. He's very much underappreciated by mm-hmm. most NBA fans. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve a lot of money. That's a lot of money, dude. $61 million a year is a shit ton of money. Yeah, that is a shit ton of money. I like. I wish I could just smell $61 million. Uh, I wish I could. Um. Yeah, good grief. So, so good on him. Um, for Rob in Portland, because they're not going to win a championship either. It's unfortunate, man, because he's definitely a player that deserves to win a title. For sure. But I mean, there's a ton of them that do. Charles Barkley deserves one. Chris Paul deserves one. Bradley Beal deserves one. Bradley Beal deserves one. You know Bradley Beal's the only player in the NBA that has a no-trade clause? Uh, yes. I saw that the other day. Yep. Yep. He's like one of eight people in NBA history or something like that that have actually had a, uh, a no-trade clause. He's the only active player in the NBA that has a no-trade clause. Good for him. Good on his agent. Yeah, for real. Wow. I mean, I mean, it's like it's like one of those things where, I mean, Bra- Bradley Beal always alluded to how he always wanted to stay in Washington, and now it's... And now it's just really coming coming to, like, hey, I don't want to go anywhere. This is where I want to be. Don't send me anywhere. This is where I'm staying. I feel like that was probably the kicker of it all. It's yep. like he wanted the no trade clause. They're like, well, we can't really do that. It's not really a thing anymore. He's like, look, I want to be here, and I want to make sure that I'm here. Just give me the, just give me the no trade clause, and I'll stay. Right. I'm like, okay. Sign me to the Supermax. Give me the no trade clause. I'll be here, and I'll make you money. Right. Seems I like mean, a no-brainer to me. Yeah, I mean, as long as Bradley Beal is there, the, the Wizards do stay relevant. Yeah, I mean, who like if Bradley Beal leaves, who are you bringing in that's going to sell tickets? Who do they have on the team that's going to sell tickets? Nobody, unfortunately. I mean, I mean, they have Kuzma, they have Porzingis. I mean, they they have a, they have a few good young pieces, but it's not drawing me there. Yeah, none of them. I mean, I, dude, I'm a fucking Wizards fan. It's not even drawing me there. The only way that's drawing me there is if the Lakers are in town and LeBron's starting. Yeah. I'm sorry to say it. I mean, so, so, so this is the thing with the Wizards also. They're too good to contend for a top five pick. To get one of the top lottery spots. But they're not good enough to be a, a, a dog in the playoffs. Yeah. They're in a really, really weird middle ground. And they'll they- scrape into the play-in, and they might... Give a team hell. Right. That's about it. Yeah. They either have to decide to, okay, let's go all in. Let's get another star next to Beal. Let's get another let's get another quality big man, which they could have it in Porzingis. If Porzingis played the way he did down the stretch uh to start the season and Bradley Beal comes back fully healthy, which I expect him to do. Sure. Um, then they're money. They're in really good shape. They could be on to something. Especially with Kuzma being a nice complimentary piece. You have shooting coming from Johnny Davis and uh, Corey Kispert. Um, a guy who can do everything but not everything well in Denny Evdia. Um, and, they have the, and they have the defensive presence of Daniel Gaffer coming off the bench too. Yeah. With Monte Morris and Will the Thrill Barton. So, I mean... The Wizards could be something. I don't. I wouldn't say they're going to be this end all be all, but they could make it to the play in as a nine or ten seed. Hmm? Maybe 
maybe mess around and win, win, get into the playoffs as the eight seed, and then unfortunately probably get their shit clapped by one of the top seeds in the East. Best case scenario, I think they could honestly sneak in as a six. Best case scenario. They start playing good ball at the end of the year, maybe. Let's see. Standings. Who came in six last year? Chicago. At 46 and 36. Less than 10 games separated. The Wizards in Chicago. I mean, they get some pieces moving around. They play good ball. And dude, I mean, I mean, think about it. Kyrie and Kevin Durant both move. And you have Ben Simmons leading the Brooklyn Nets. They're not going to be a seven seed. No way in hell are they a seven seed. No. Um, let's see. Everything else kind of keeps status quo in the East. Yeah, Bucks are going to be in the top spot. Boston's going to be in the top spot. Miami's Miami. going to be in a top spot. Philly. Philly's going to be in a top spot. James Tor- Harden resigned. Yeah, yeah. He we almost be, left that off the list. He took a $15 million pay cut. It was supposed to make $37 million a year or this upcoming season with his player option, but he declined it in order to become a free agent. In order to become a free agent, I don't know if he's doing that to kind of give them some more financial freedom to try and get somebody else to help them win. I think they are. But, uh, interesting move. I think they just need depth. Starting lineup, they're actually, they're not too bad. Yeah, between Maxi, Harden, um, Thibel, Harris, and, uh, Embiid. Embiid. They're not too, they're not too shabby, but it's the pieces behind them. Yeah. Where they def- where they definitely do need the help. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I can only name Halliburton coming off their bench. They don't have Halliburton. Who has him? Uh, Indiana. Ah, oh. well, they did have Halliburton. No, they didn't. Pretty sure they did. Uh, Sacramento did. Oh, see, don't even know anybody on their bench. Uh, let's see. I run it down. I run it down for you. Um, number two. Uh, so the second point guard is Shake Milton. Never heard of him. Firkman Corkmaz. I've heard of him. Um, Isaiah Joe. Don't know who that is. DeAnthony Melton. Don't know who that is. Daniel House Jr. I've heard that name once or twice. Trevlin Queen. It's not a real person. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a feeling you were gonna say that's not a real person. It it didn't matter who, what name I said. So with somebody you were going to throw out there, somebody was getting that. I literally could have said Paul Millsap, and you would have said that's not a real person. It's not a real person. But they do have, they do have Paul Millsap. He doesn't exist. Well, apparently he does. Okay. Um, I need but, to see his driver's license and social security card to verify. <laughs> maybe your credit card number. <laughs> yeah. Banking account information would be nice, too. <laughs> you know, let's just throw in a passport while we're talking yeah, about it. Just might, might, let's cover the bases. Might, might, as well, might as well do the whole... Do the whole if we're going to do it, we got to do it right. Do the damn thing. You know what? I'll settle, I'll settle if Paul Millsap just wants to buy me a Ferrari. I'll settle. Just buy me a nice steak dinner. Oh, you're really really settling. Yeah. I'm a cheap whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so since you're a cheap whore, are you a pitcher or a catcher? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? You got to tell me. Um, think about it. Just say it. Three, two, one, go. Pitcher. Good man. <laughs> oh, man. Threw me, in the sp- threw me in the spotlight there. I know. I know. I, I, look, I, I said it earlier. The banter, banter's coming. <sighs> kind of upset. That was the banter. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's only about to get worse, dude. You know it, it is. Yeah, I know. You, know. you know it fucking is. You know what? It's showtime. Don't look at me like that. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's um, 
Hold on. Okay. No. I'm 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 looking at the topics here. Did y'all see that motherfucker Joey Chestnut choke slam somebody while he was choking on a hot dog? Dude was mid glizzy. In the middle of defending his title. And he fucking did. And he did. In a boot. In a walking boot. By a handsome margin, too, I believe. I'm not sure. I, so, so, can you watch the hot dog eating contest? Can I? Like, can you stomach watching it? I can't. Yes. I cannot watch it. I eat probably pretty close to as fast as they do. Um, just not as much. Just not the volume. Yeah. Yeah. I scarf down food. <laughs> so, so this is the thing. I cannot stomach watching it because, like, how, like, how, like, close to get up on them eating the food. Yeah, I mean, they literally look like dude, they, rabid dogs. Dude, they, they take the whole hot dog, bun and all, and dip it in water. That is just so disgusting to me. Uh, so chestnut, no, they, no, they pull the hot dog out of the bun, they dip the bun in the, like, Kool-Aid or water, whatever they have there, to soak it up so they can scrunch it, like, and, like, ball it up, they knock that down, and then the hot dog, they don't even chew. No, I get it, I do. It just goes right down the gullet. I do. That sound effect was disgusting and pretty accurate. Dude, I mean, Joey Chestnut ate 63 hot dogs in 10 minutes. I mean, that makes me sick. Right. Like, if I did that, I would get sick. Dude. I can watch it, though. Think of it. There's 60 seconds in a minute. Yes. He's eating, he's eating a hot dog every 10 seconds. Look, I watch Criminal Minds while I eat dinner. It's okay. I'll be fine. No, he doesn't. He's eating more than that. Yeah. How long do they have? Is it a minute? Two minutes? Five minutes? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. You think he ate 63, 63 hot dogs in, t- in a minute? I could see it. <laughs> Maybe if you shoved them in his ass. <laughs> like, what the hell? Would you, pay, would you watch that then? Joey Chestnut showing hot dogs in his ass? <laughs> no. I you just asked me if I was a pitcher or a catcher. So I'm asking if you'd watch Joey Chestnut shove hot dogs in his ass. No, I would not watch Joey Chestnut shove hot dogs in his ass. What if it was both his mouth and his ass? <laughs> You're getting a little closer, but no, I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm still not watching that. What if the belly button's involved? <laughs> Dude, if he can fit 63 hot dogs in his belly button, he's got a big fucking problem. Would you watch then? No. God. Dude, you're stingy. Dude, as, I'm telling you, as long as you dip in the fucking bun in water or some fucking s- sort of drink, I'm not watching it. That's also, weird. also, can we talk about a man who chugged a whole gallon of lemonade in like a good like 10 seconds? You think Timber could give him a run for his money? No. <laughs> Hell no. I've gotten those snap videos where that thing's gone in two seconds. Timber could probably dump a gallon of, of lemonade on his head in ten seconds. How drunk is he? For dumping a gallon of lemonade on his head? And taking ten seconds. <laughs> uh, it's the taking ten seconds part. <laughs> that's, that's the kicker. Well, see, it really depends on how big of a container it comes in. Because if it comes in like a, like a gallon jug, like a jug of milk. Yeah. It, it'll probably take 10 seconds just based on how it's... Because it's going to glug, glug, glug. Right, but if it's like a giant-ass fucking pitcher that they, that they drink it out of in the, in the actual thing, it probably wouldn't take 10 seconds. Dude, I like lemonade. I could not chug it. That's way too much sugar. Like, I he know. Has to, like, he has to be like... He has to go get an insulin shot immediately after. There's oh, no way. Oh, he has to. Or he had like four before he did this. His insulin levels were just through the fucking roof. Or his blood he, sugar was zero before or, this. Or he's literally so dehydrated that if he doesn't drink, if he doesn't drink that in ten seconds, he will die. Huh? 
Could you imagine how down bad you had to be in order to have to chuck a whole gallon of lemonade in 10 seconds for you to survive? Dude, you got to be out in like the desert for weeks. Yeah, for like two weeks. So, could do you think you could chug a gallon of lemonade? In a day. In a day, you could finish a gallon of lemonade? Yeah. I think I could do it in an hour. No. A gallon of lemonade? I think I could. Oh, that's so much sugar. I know, but I, I think I could do it. You would go into diabetic shock and you don't even have diabetes. It's not called diabetes. It's called the sugars. Never heard it called that. What? Come on, man. What? You never heard it called the sugars? No, I've heard it called diabetes. <laughs> Di- diabetes. Diabetes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I think I could do it. Not in, not in like 10 seconds. Yeah, I can't even. I, I, don't know, I don't even know if I could chug a beer in ten seconds. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a great at chugging. Chug or shotgun? Either. I could do it in ten seconds. I'm not good at either. You could. You could. You could chug a beer in ten seconds. Mm, maybe. It doesn't, dude. You could. You. You could. De- you can definitely at least shotgun a beer in ten seconds. I know I can. Ten seconds is longer than uh, than you think, ladies. Yeah. You don't know what to say to that one. I really don't. <laughs> I just like I like I I I can't even I can't even see my face, but I know I just had to, like the look of, like pure confusion. <laughs> Dude, you you were just like you were staring at me, and there was not a thought behind those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? The fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? What the hell does that even mean, Kobe Bryant? You're welcome. What the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> Yeah, um, but uh, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I could drink a gallon's worth of lemonade in an hour. It's a lot of sugar. It is. What if you do sugar free? What about iced tea? Could you do iced tea? You, you, you could do a gallon of iced tea in an hour. I know that for sure. Fuck yeah, I could. Yeah. Hell yeah. See, it's like the same thing. Sweetened iced tea from Chick Fil A. You could do an hour. You could you could do a gallon of that in an hour. Oh yeah, I could do a gallon of Chick Fil A lemonade in an hour. No question. I really want to test this theory one day. So do I. It's not going to be today. Hell no. It's not going to be next Friday. D- no, it definitely won't be next Friday. But one day. What the fuck? You started this. I know. I, I like. I, like I, saw, I saw it there. I just. I just, I just figured we get the banter rolling a little bit. I love it. So if we're going to talk about banter, uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, he gone. Yeah, so, so former number one overall pick, former Oklahoma Sooner, Baker Mayfield. Yes, sir. Who is the most successful Browns quarterback in the last 10 years. More than that. 15. Probably still more than that. Yeah, you're probably right. The Browns were terrible. Yeah. Ow. That hurt. I saw that happen. Yeah. Wow. They didn't um, make good choices there. No, it did not. Um, out of all the starting quarterbacks that they've had. Um, <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Baker is probably the most successful, at least top three, maybe top five successful quarterbacks for the Browns. Regardless. That, yeah. That's not important. But he got dealt with the Carolina Panthers, who, among 
a lot of speculation. I know earlier in the offseason, we even said that there was a mutual disinterest between the two. Yeah, I think the Carolina Panthers actually came out and said they're not interested, and then Robbie Anderson took to Instagram and was like, no. But then Robbie Anderson actually came out and said, like, there's no there's no bad feelings. Y'all are pushing the wrong narrative. I'm like, well, you there's, there's receipts, buddy. Yeah, there, there's, Sorry. There, there's receipts, pal. But, um... You know, it's an interesting time for that to happen. So, of course, with the Sean, with the whole thing with Deshaun Watson coming, going to come down any any day now. I think the whole the whole result with that. I would imagine. I think they spent all of fucking last week deliberating. Deliberating. Yeah. I'd imagine they have to come to a conclusion at some point. Yeah, I. Um. Of course, we we've talked we've talked about that scumbag enough on the on the show. I don't I don't really feel like talking about him anymore. <clears throat> um. So we're so we're not. But um. Baker Mayfield. There was no chance he was going to start, he was going to play for the Browns. No, he's not putting on a Browns uniform ever again. That was a fractured relationship. That was the definition of it. Yeah, that was definitely a fractured relationship. So they did him dirty. Yeah, he so he's now going to be. It's his job to lose, in the, in camp, for um, sure. It's his job to lose. I think it's Sam Darnold's. Do you still? I think Baker Mayfield will win it. I think Baker Mayfield's obviously the better quarterback. Are you saying it's only Sam Darnold's because he's been there for a year? He's been there. He knows the offense. He knows the playbook. He has a little bit of rapport with the team. Um, and Baker is coming off a of surgery. Mm. Granted, non-throwing arm. Yeah. But he's coming off a of surgery. I mean, he played through the, he played through the whole damn thing last year. Yeah, I mean, too. he played through the whole thing. So yeah. he'll be he's going to be fine. He's going to be just fine. But mm. I think it's Sam Darnold's to lose. I think Sam Darnold does lose it. Um, I don't think. I think they're both gone at the end of the season. I do too. Let's just be honest. Um, Cleveland did pick up a lot of Baker's salary. Ten and a half. I think. Yeah, I think the Panthers are only paying him like five million dollars. It was supposed to be eight, but they actually got him to restructure down to five. Wow. So na- so now they're actually pay- they're paying Sam Darnold more than they're paying him. Yes. Baker Mayfield's making five million this year. Fifteen and a half. Yes. Well, Carolina's only paying him five. But yeah. um, but yeah, dude. I think Carolina is a better team with Baker Mayfield versus with Sam Darnold. Yeah. Um ba- Baker to me, a little bit of bias coming from the OU side. Uh, well, I I'm I'm just gonna be upfront and transparent about sure. it. Baker Mayfield was more successful in college. He was more productive in college. He was more successful in the NFL. And he's been more productive in the NFL. Baker Mayfield, as much as everybody wants to talk about him, I'm not gonna say he's an I'm not gonna say he's an elite quarterback. I'd say he's above average. I think uh, Sam Donald is average, and Baker Mayfield is better than Sam Darnold. Baker Mayfield is the third best quarterback in his class. For sure. Production-wise? Just overall. I think Sam Darnold is more skilled than Baker Mayfield. I think he throws the ball better. I think he's more accurate. It's just so, so when Sam Darnold has flat when Sam Darnold flashes, he looks like he could be a number one, a, like a, like your franchise quarterback. 
when Sam Darnold flashes, he looks head and shoulders above Baker. Am I right or wrong? I don't know because when the when, flashes come very few and far in between, I would take Baker's best over his best. Oh, uh, I don't know over about Sam that. Darnold's best. I don't know. Oh yeah. I I mean I mean what's what's Baker Mayfield's best been? Let's look it up. I'll I'll Google it. Baker Mayfield's best NFL game. I guess I'll pull Sam Darnold's. Uh, best. We literally just finished typing that at the exact same time. How cool is that? Probably the one. It's it might be their playoff game against Kansas City. His <clears throat> maybe. I'm not. I'm looking to see, but uh, I, I I'm guessing. Uh, okay. Honorable mention. Okay. Enough with the honorable mentions. Just give me. This is according to Dog Pound Daily. This is a, this is a Browns. Okay. Browns website. Hmm. I have a feeling that's going to be the game. Uh no. There's no way. Oh, what's this fucking stat on? You can... Okay. Only the Browns can fuck up a website too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What? That's just funny. Dude, there was nothing there. There was nothing there. You remember when Sam Darnold had caught Mono for making out with some random girl at a fucking club? He's an idiot. <laughs> and in that game, in his return game, he fucking threw a 92 yard touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson. <laughs> oh, wow. What the fuck? Okay, I think I think I know his best game. Um, um Dude, can I please get a damn stat line? Bear with us here, people. We're trying to uh I'm try I'm tr- I'm trying to make a point here. Uh da 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 Let's see. Um, week seven huh. of, I believe it was 2021. Huh. Um, it looks like Baker threw five touchdowns. I, I can't, it won't let me get a stat line from that game. Yes, yeah, so I think week week five of twenty twenty one he threw for three hundred yards. Huh. Let's see, week seven of twenty twenty one. We're doing some digging here, folks. Yes, we are. I think I've I found Sam Donald's best game. Well, what is it? Let me hear it. I'm pulling up the stats now. 
Okay, give me a minute there, Bobby. No. He did not throw five touchdowns that game. That's a damn lie. He threw two. Okay, so statistically, what's looking like his best game? Now, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, best is so subjective because he's thrown for four hundred yards a time or two. Um, he's thrown for three hundred consistently, but this is probably his best game. When he um at Washington, they won thirty-four to seventeen. Sam Darnold went nineteen of thirty for two hundred ninety-three yards and four touchdowns. Okay, okay. It was the 2020 season against the uh, against the Bengals. What did he have? Um, 19 for 30, 293 yards and four touchdowns. Okay. Uh, Baker in this game, 22 of 28 for 297, five touchdowns and one pick. Did they win? Uh, yes, they won 37 to 34. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like his defense was doing any any favors for him. Right. Um, against Tennessee that same season, they won 41-35, 25 of 35, 25-33 for 334 yards, four touchdowns. Hmm. Had a uh, rating of 147 and a QBR of 82.4. That game against uh, Cincinnati had a uh, rating of 135.6 and a QBR of 96.6. So, I mean, <clears throat> I don't even know. And yeah, I'm, um, Baker's also made the playoffs. Well, Baker's also had better teams around him. Well, it's not his fault. Well, it's not Sam Arnold's fault. Don't be a piece of crap. Baker was also the number one overall draft pick, so he went to literally the worst team in the league. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's tough to argue that one. Yeah. Um. I mean, but then again, the same draft class. I mean, people, people said the San Darno was what should have been the number one pick. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, skill wise, I mean, I would agree. Yeah, just everything that he brought to the table. Um, let's just see. Can you pull up his career stats? I'm looking at him now. Okay, yeah. you have Baker, you have Baker's up. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Completion percentage. What's he at? Uh, sixty percent. Baker's at sixty one point six. Okay. Fifty nine eight. Okay. If, so if, if, if sixty to sixty two. If we're if we're getting specific. Sam Darnold has 60, Baker has 62. Okay. Perfect. Yards? Uh, 11,000. 14,000. Okay. Uh, touchdowns? 54. 92. Picks? 52. 56. Okay. Um, not worried about sacks or longest. What's his uh, rating? Not QBR rating. Like passer rating. I don't think it gives me that. Oh. Rating is 77. 89, or 88, I'm sorry. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, like, we can go back and forth on stats the entire time. Like, I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of an example. 
Anyway, not that 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 part's not necessarily important. But I mean, we can go back and forth on stats saying, "Oh, well, he did this, he did this, this person did that." But I mean, like when you ha- when you're throwing the ball to Jarvis Landry and you have you have running backs like Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, you have the offensive line. Your numbers are of course going to be are of course going to be better. I mean, then again, I mean, Sam Darnold played in a possible 50 games. How many games has Baker played? Uh, he started 40, 60. He started 49 games in his career. Baker games played 60. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, he's played he's played 10 more games. He's played 10 more games than Sam Darnold. Am I am I saying that in those 10 games Sam Darnold is going to throw for fucking 30 touchdowns and another fucking 5,000 yards? Not necessarily. But but then again, at the same time, I mean, I mean, the games has something to take into consideration. Um, what you have around you is going to take take something into consideration. I mean, I mean, I think after this season, we'll see the biggest test because Sam Darnold got to play with this offense last season. Baker is more than likely going to get to play with this offense this season. I think Baker ends up being the starter as we're talking about. This will be the biggest test in comparison. Yeah, and I mean, like. <clears throat> Yeah, New York. I mean, it's not like New York didn't give them something. I mean, Sam Darnold had Robbie Anderson on both teams. But but I mean I mean had I mean Jamison Crowder. I mean, but dude, he he had, he had to play for fucking Adam Gase. I understand he's an idiot. Now they're both playing for Matt Rule, who's the Jay Z of football. I get it. It's not great. I still don't know what the fuck that means. I don't either. But Baker also had Freddie Kitchens. Who doesn't know his asshole from a hole in the ground, dude? But if you give Sam Darnold Freddie Kitchens, I'm I guarantee you he has a better se- he has a better season than what he did. He's better than Adam Gase. I'll give you that, dude. You and you, me, and a fucking deaf squirrel could be better than Adam Gase combined in one thing in one person. Where are you gonna find that deaf squirrel at? Not important. Just well, just, just I want to know who's on my roster. I want to know who's on my team, dude. And uh, Helen Keller, oh god, is a better fucking coach than Adam Gase. Up Helen Keller, holy shit. Wow, dude, Adam Gase, Adam Adam Gase is a certified moron. I'm not gonna deny that. I'm not. I'm not gonna deny it. He's an idiot. Helen Keller would be would be better. It, it's possible. Pretty sure she's dead. Well, she is, but that's something. She'd still be better. <laughs> God, she'd make less wrong decisions. She would make a hell of a lot less wrong decisions. I don't know if Adam Gase made a correct decision. I don't know if that's I I don't know. Anyway, I think Baker I Mayfield's know. better than Sam Darnold. And to be honest with you, I don't think either of them finish out the season. Do you think you think Matt Corral does or PJ Walker? Oh, good heavens! They're in trouble. Not as in trouble as the Cleveland Browns are, but they're in trouble. Yeah, I don't know who has worse worse luck with quarterbacks. Uh. <laughs> You pay you you trade for one and and pay him. Now he's rung up on all these sex on all these. That's their own damn fault. Sexual. Uh, I don't feel bad for him. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't feel bad for the Browns at all on that one. But they get they get rung up for all these damn sexual. He gets rung up with all these sexual sexual allegations, and now he's going to be forced to miss a lot of fucking time. Um. The Panthers get rid of Cam Newton only to bring him back thinking, okay, cool, we fucking found something. He screams, I'm back, after running for a touchdown on his first drive, and then goes 0-5. I get bet against Ben for P.J. Walker. 
the o- the only quarterback who actually had a winning record last year for the Cle- Cleveland for the Carolina Panthers was PJ Walker. I believe that he went one and zero. I believe it. I, I, Baker Mayfield's better than Sam Darnold. I think he gets put to rest this season. I don't know. I mean, they both suck. I don't think they. I don't think Baker sucks. I think he does. I don't think he sucks. Dude, he was the number one pick, and he was he was the number one pick in the draft. Everybody agrees that Sam Darnold is supposed is is a bust. Yeah, he should not be close to being in a conversation with Sam Darnold. I mean, Sam Darnold was what the number two or three pick? He was the number three pick. Yeah, but everybody's already written him off as a bust. Everybody has. Well, he is not as bad as Josh Rosen, but he's a bust. Right, but but the but the the fact that he's even listed in the same conversation as well, who actually starts? That's not a good thing. It's also tough when you're always being compared to Josh <laughs> Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. That's a conversation. Who is the better quarterback from the draft? From that draft? That's a, that's a conversation. Josh Allen hasn't won an MVP. Lamar Jackson has. Unbiasedly, I mean, Lamar has more trophies than a trophy case. Neither of them are Lombardis, so does it really matter? I don't know. Right. But Lamar has more trophies than the trophy case. That's another conversation for another day. Um, I think Lamar also has the better winning, perc- like, winning percentage. Well, the only quarterback who has a better winning percentage than Lamar Jackson is Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. So, out of that conversation... I think Josh Allen's a very good quarterback, very skilled quarterback. Right. Doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything to show for it. Doesn't have. He hasn't been to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He hasn't won a Lombardi. He hasn't won. Uh, you know the Super Bowl MVP. He hasn't won a league MVP. Um, he didn't win Offensive Rookie of the Year. He was abysmal his rookie year. Yeah, he was. He was so fucking. He was bad. not very good. So if I, if we're just talking off awards, Lamar Jackson's better. I mean, I, 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 I don't disagree, but I mean, it's, it's an interesting conversation to be had, you know? If we're being honest, Josh Allen is a little bit of a better thrower of the football and is a good runner of the football than Lamar Jackson. Lamar is a better runner of the football and little behind Josh Allen on throwing it. Yeah, people don't realize how actually how talented he is with throwing the ball. Lamar, yeah, Lamar's very good at throwing the football. Yeah, it, pe- yeah, pe- people don't actually understand. People get how blinded talented. by his athleticism. Yeah. Yeah, people yeah, people don't really um I mean it is pretty blinding. It's I I wait for him to do something cool in game. Dude, he does some dumb stuff, dude. He does some off the wall shit. I still remember watching him freeze Matt Milano for the Bills in that game. Dude, I still so in the backfield. So I still remember. I remember the day where he where we played uh played in Cincinnati his MVP year when we were, when we were at Timber's house he at is the Houdini. at the apartment. Yeah, and it's hysterical because like I, like of course I had Lamar Jackson on my fantasy team, on my fantasy team the big one that actually meant something to me. Yeah, um that year and I I ended up winning the whole damn thing two two consecutive years. Okay. Yeah, slight slight flex. A little flex, like it. Slight flex. What can I say? Um, also, just just to, just to put this out there, my work my worst positioning I've came in is fourth in four years. So if you guys need some fantasy football advice, talk to your boy. We're gonna talk about it anyway. So, um, but I fig- I figured I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. So uh, people can't see it, but I know you can. Sheesh. <laughs> um. 
So um, I remember you and I were sitting there bullshitting, talking about something, and we literally made the joke, wouldn't it be awesome if Lamar Jackson ripped off a 49-yard touchdown pass right here? <clears throat> and we're like, yeah, how cool would that be? Literally, that play is when he did the whole spin, spin move. The whole spin move, ran off that touchdown, and we're just like, I can't believe we just fucking called that. We, were, we had half the problem, right? We got, the, we got the problem right. We just didn't show our work. <laughs> right. We got half credit. We, we, got, we got half the credit. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you how I got it right, but God damn it, I did. We got, we got the problem right. We didn't show our work. Yeah. Shout so, out to every math teacher ever. Yeah. Bastards. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I just had to, had to, had to. Sorry, math teachers. Yeah, sorry, sorry, math teachers, but, but we could go on and on about Lamar Jackson, but. We could. But yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, while we're while we're sticking with the fantasy football talk, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about fantasy football. I know uh, last week we did talk um, about uh, our predictions and who we think are going to be the top five players in all of the major categories: quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Um, today we actually decided it'd be kind of fun just to hop on and do a uh, a mock draft, a tw- a twelve team mock draft. <clears throat> in our respective positions of where we're going to be drafting in our money league, um, you drafting in the ninth position, me drafting at the tenth. Yeah, this be this being referring to the um, the the league we both care about. That that that's what we're that's what we're, we're referring to. Um, this past year, I came in fourth. Holman came in third. Um, in in the money league we pay attention to. So um, so we figured, you know what? Let's just go ahead and get our feet wet. See what we can do. See how things look. See how the board plays out. Yeah. Of course, mock drafts are so difficult to predict what actually ends up happening because the majority of the time, sixty percent of the teams are are auto drafting. Auto drafting by the end of it, it's kind of annoying. It's very annoying. So, um, it's one of my biggest pet peeves in an actual draft. Yeah, like I don't, I, I don't like. You can like talk in the chat. You can talk shit. I don't really care. Just at least pick your players, please. Show up and pick your team. Show up, pick your team. I'm not asking. I'm not, I'm not asking for a hell, hell in, of a lot. In though. this league, it's not. It's not like a sizable buy-in, but it's a decent buy-in. Right. And I mean, this is this is one of the better leagues about it. Everybody shows up. Everybody picks. Um, like this is like we're all very very involved. Yeah. Um, you and I are for sure rivals. Mm. Who else is your rival? I could think of a few guys. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we played for the third place game this year. We've played in the championship against each other. I played against your half-dead body. <laughs> yes, that is factual. I made it to the championship while literally in a comatose state. Yeah. I was I was in an induced coma. I made the championship. Yeah. <laughs> Little flex. That, that, that was also the week I picked up the Colts off the waiver wire. Name Hines ran back two punts two in the same game. Punt. I was so upset. I just, oh, I, I, destro- I destroyed you. I think that was the biggest winning margin of a championship game in league history. Well, I mean, your defense got you 50 fucking points. I know. How cool is that, man? I hated it. It wasn't cool at all. Um, So we kind of wanted to talk about uh, these teams we drafted just a little bit. Maybe not dive into like the, the entire roster. I don't know. We can if you really want to, but... Uh, just kind of more so some of the like uh, somehow like, how we like, ended up with some of these players. Yeah, I mean an, an, another thing. I don't know how many how many p- 
people have done mock drafts at this point now. I mean, I mean it's the beginning of July, so I can't imagine a lot of people have. But um, this kind of gives you an idea of who's going to be at who's who about who you can expect to be there when you go ahead and uh, try try to go ahead and pick. It's not an exact science. It's 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 not an exact science, but then again, it gives you an idea of what's available when it's when it's your time to pick and what the consensus is of what people are doing. Right. Right. So, of course, everybody has a different strategy when they do go ahead and uh, do fantasy football drafts. Um, I have something that works for me. Clearly, I mean, I mean, Holman, Holman here, he can, he can attest. He's seen, he has seen, not trying to be bolsterous or anything, but he's seen the run of dominance I've had. Yeah. In the in the playoffs of our of our money league. Um, He's made the playoffs every single year. He's made it past the first round every single year that I, at least, I've been in the league. Um, so I mean, he's he's right there. He's right there with me with the, with the success. But um, again, everybody everybody has their own thing that they do. I have an idea of what he he does. He has an idea of what I do. We drive together every single year. So yep. Um, so I have the ninth pick. I'll go. Ahead, I'll go ahead and kick it off here. Um, I started with Devontae Adams. Um, I figured. Um, in a PPR league. Yep, a PPR format, getting a wide receiver to start off with, um, especially because there's so many studs at wide receiver, and there's a lot of value at the running back position. So so in years past, running backs were so valued. I mean, if you saw a wide receiver going in the top 10 of the draft, it was probably going around 10th, when you know you could get a good run, you could get the best wide receiver available and still get a pretty solid running back there, there soon after. Sure. Um, but now with wide receivers being such an such an integral part of an off of an offense. I mean, everybody saw what Debo Samuel did last year with running the ball, catching the ball and all that stuff. Um, their values are so much higher and running backs. They have so many, they have so many quote handcuffs, which is their backups coming in, stealing touches away. And a lot of those running backs could go start on other teams and be a solid workhorse back. So yeah, absolutely. I decided, I, I decided to just keep it, keep it easy, keep it safe. Devonte Adams. We know his track record. Derek Carr is a drop off from Aaron Rodgers, not as much as what people think. Yeah, but it is still a drop off. So that was um, that was that was my first pick. Okay, and it's a good first pick. I mean, if you're getting Devontae Adams at the number nine pick in your draft, you're over the flipping moon. Right. I know. And when when you go, when you go back and look at it, especially how it kind of played out wide receiver wise, I kind of wish I went with your route instead to start with. But, okay, but. It's it's a mock draft. Shit doesn't count. It's a mock draft in early July with a bunch of random people. Right. Means literally nothing. Um, with the number 10 pick, I have no clue how this guy fell to me. Um, I got Derrick Henry. This is a dude. We said it last week. You have to break both of his legs and shoot him in the head because he's a fucking horse. Um, he's going to get his. Doesn't matter if you have five six seven eight nine ten you could put all 11 guys in the box derrick henry's gonna get positive yards see the big thing for derrick henry is 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 the sheer amount of volume that that's the biggest thing of what sets derrick henry apart from a lot of other a lot of other backs and his handcuff is just a gadget guy like you look at the Ravens, you look at like J.K. Dobbins, you look at uh, you look at Gus Edwards. They could both run the football very, very well. Right. You look at Kareem Hunt. You look at Nick Chubb. They could both run the football very, very well. Even um, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. They can both run the ball very, very well. Derrick Henry's. He's running the ball. 
Right. Other guy, he might catch the ball. Derrick Henry can even catch the ball a little bit. You know, for as big as he is, he's a freak of athletic nature. That's really the only thing that keeps Derrick Henry from being drafted drafted at the top of every board is that when when it's time to throw the ball, yep, he's very rarely on the field. Yeah, they're predicated on the old school style of uh, the NFL: run the ball. Let's not get behind by much. We're going to play good defense. Yeah. This is how we're going to win a football game. Which, when you, when you have a player that's six foot four and runs a four three forty, it works out very very well. It doesn't hurt your odds. No, no, it it doesn't it doesn't hurt your odds whatsoever. I know last year Derrick Henry did end up getting hurt, which derailed a lot of a lot of fantasy seasons for people. But even before that. He played in eight games. He almost ran for a thousand yards in eight games. Yeah, it's insane. So I mean, when he's on the field, he's incredibly productive for your fantasy lineup because he gives you the yards, he gives you the touchdowns. The most important thing also is he gets those chunk plays. Oh yeah, he's he can not, bust it loose. He he's not. It, it's not just like how it was with like Garrett Blunt a few years ago. How they how he led the league in touchdown and rushing touchdowns with like eighteen or some shit. It's not it's not like how he is where he would just come in in the goal line or when it was like 20 yards in just pound it in and pound it in. No, Derrick Henry will break it off from 60 yards out consistently. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, ultimately, I liked your pick a lot especially for where you were picking. I mean, Derrick Henry, he's a he's arguably a top, he could end up being he could end up being the number 1 running back in fantasy. He does have that potential to be just because he's so he's so damn physical and he's so damn fast running the ball and he just produces year after year right and if you're drafting him with with your number 10 overall pick you're not mad oh i was over the mood about that pick like 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 of course being the number one overall player in general is very very tough just the way that quarterback scoring is in fantasy exactly um but he he could legitimately be the number one scoring running back Sure. At season's end. So at number 10, that's definitely a good pick. Exactly. So then I had um, four picks um, in between mine. Um, obviously, I was at 10, 11, and 12 went, then one and two because it's a snake draft. So with the third pick in the second round, I have, once again, no clue how this guy came to me. I got Tyreek Hill. This is a guy I think. So the Dolphins hired, um, I believe his name is Mike McDaniel. He was the offensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. Now, granted, Kyle Shanahan is very smart when it comes to offense, and he had his, he had his hand in that pot as mm-hmm. well. It wasn't all Mike McDaniel. wasn't all Kyle Shanahan. Right. I think it was, I think it was, it was a joint project. Mm. What they did with Debo Samuel is what they could do with Tyreek Hill just on a faster scale. I think... Mike McDaniel is smart enough to know what he has in Tua. He's not trying to stretch the field and go over the top like Kansas City was with Tyreek. Right. But the yards after catch for Tyreek Hill is going to be insane. Between him and Jalen Waddle, they got a very fast receiving core, um, and they're going to use it to their advantage. They're, it's going to be a lot of crossing routes, a lot of drags, a lot of confusion, and the next thing you know, it's like, fuck, where's Tyreek? Oh, sh- shit. Hey, does someone want to get him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's he's thirty yards downfield, and he's only yeah, and he's only getting further. And he's chucking up the deuces. And he's he's only he's only getting fucking further. Yeah, and he's chucking up the deuces. So do, getting Tyreek in the in the second round, I 
I was over the moon about that one. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is one of those players. He's he's going to be going at the end of first round, at the end of the first round, beginning beginning of the second. I think his value has dropped being off of Kansas City. Agreed, and being going to Miami. See, the, see, the whole thing is it's the uncertainty of what he's going to get with Tua. Sure, that's the reason why his stock has fallen so considerably. I wouldn't even say considerably. I mean, dude, he's still he's still he's still one of the first six wide receivers taken off the board in fantasy football. So, if I'm not mistaken, his backup to his backup is Teddy Bridgewater, correct? I think it is. I want to say it's Teddy Bridgewater. I believe you're correct. I, I, I believe they just signed him. While you're pulling that up, um, kind of go back to the Mike McDaniel thing on how he used Debo Samuel last year. The way that Debo Samuel was used last year, it's not going to be re- it's not going to be replicated. No, it, it is Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, it's not going to be replicated whatsoever. I mean, what what we saw last year with Debo Samuel, I don't think we'll ever see that again with a number with another wide receiver, especially at the at the usage that he was being used at. Mm-hmm. I mean, his usage rate was just so through the fucking roof. I mean, he I mean he was touching the ball four times a drive. Yeah, I mean they they were having him run the ball out of the backfield. He was doing sweeps. He was running. He was lining up in the slot. He was lining lining up out wide. He might as well have played uh, tight end when George Kittle wasn't on the field. He might yeah. as well have started a uh, right tackle. Yeah. So it 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 won't be it won't be replicated. Nope. Um. But the receiving numbers are still going to be there. Um. So so with with that said, I did take Debo Samuel with my next pick. Um. I was. I mean, I was I was sitting there. I was thinking to myself, okay. Um, another guy who I was big on is Dondre Swift. Um, my big thing is I don't like to double up on bye weeks that early in the season. Yeah. Because then you're then you're missing your top two picks at a very. At a, it may not be a crucial week, but at some point you're going to be missing them at a point in the season where you don't really want to. So Dondre Swift and Devontae Adams, they both share the same bye week, so he was kind of out of the situation. But I knew if I either get Debo Samuel or Tyreek Hill, either way I'm going to get a very, very solid wide receiver. You're happy. I'm very, very happy. And and the reason why I'm happy with Debo Samuel is because Trey Lance is going to be the starter. I actually think you're wrong about that. Do you? I think the Baker Mayfield actually really, like his trade, I think it screwed what San Francisco wanted. Because Baker Mayfield, Panthers only gave up a conditional fifth round pick mm. i think the 49ers were looking for a second round pick for jimmy garoppolo after seeing baker go for a conditional fifth they're not getting a second no i i i agree with you but then again at the same time i think um what trey lance can bring to the table in comparison to what jimmy garoppolo can be, bring to the table ultimately i think is going to allow trey lance to win the starting job i I agree on the fact that Trey Lance is obviously more dynamic than Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is a pocket quarterback. That's what he is. Um, I agree that the 49ers should see what they have in Trey Lance. Because, I mean, you traded away three first-round picks to move up and get him. This is year two. You got to see what you got. You got to take the training wheels off. You got to see what you got. Right. And and I I think they definitely do. Um, So... uh, we can agree to disagree all we want. Sure, that, uh, Trey Lance starting is is not the topic of conversation. But um, Debo Samuel is still going to get the the targets, targets galore. He's still a very physical wide receiver. He's a very fast wide receiver. So ultimately, he is still going to get 
a good level of production. Not what he had last year, but he's still going to be very, very productive in, the, in that offense. Um, it's an offense that likes to, likes to run the ball a lot, so short, intermediate routes are perfect for Debo Samuel. Yeah. Because he's physical, he can win off the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so ultimately, Debo Samuel is, going to, is, is, is prime for another productive season. S- another productive season. As productive as last year, that will remain to be seen. It will be very, very hard for him to top or be pr- close to what he did last season, given the fact that he's not going to be running the ball as often. It also depends on if Debo Samuel can stay healthy, because he has a very physical style of play. Like I said with George Kittle, very physical style of play. Tends to lead to some some bumps and bruises, and that was also the same case with Derrick Henry. Tends to lead to a few missed games. Yeah, that that was the case with Derrick Henry last year. He was so physical for three straight years. Eventually, it catches up. The bumps and bruises got to take place at some point. Yeah. Um. So kind of the shift focus a little bit heading into the third round. I figured what I needed to do now at this point since I had two studs at wide receiver. Um, the way the board was playing out, I, I liked what I liked the move that I was trying to go in here. Um, this is a player I'm very, very high on. Um, I took him in the position that I did. Um, I, I, I probably honestly reached. Yeah. Um, I, I, I could have probably gone with another player at the same position who may have, who has the, who has a higher, a lower, a higher floor than this player, but I knew that I wouldn't, I, I won't get the opportunity to draft him in the fourth round, especially with you picking in front of me. Sorry about it. Um, so this is, so the, <clears throat> it, this, this could be something that I actually do on draft day. Um, third round, I took J.K. Dobbins. I think he's really primed to have a huge season. He was primed to last year, and he ended up getting hurt. Um, so with that said, he could start the season on the PUP list. Um, which is concerning, somewhat concerning. Yeah, I mean, what I think, think Harbaugh came out and said uh, he's he's not going to be there. He's probably not going to be there for uh, preseason, which is a shortened preseason. Now it's it's only three, three games, games instead of four. Yeah. Um, may miss the first week or two, but uh, eventually, beginning of the season, J.K. Dobbins is going to come back. Might have a little bit of a shortened workload to kind of get him right. back into back into the swing of things, but he's going to be there. I, Sounds weird. Thankfully, it happened in the preseason last season. He had an entire year to recover. Same thing with Gus Edwards. Gus Same Gus thing. Edwards will be back. Yeah, he'll he'll be ready to start the season. Um, eventually J.K. will get there. But I mean, the last time we saw J.K. Dobbins on the field in an actual NFL game, six yards of carry, nine touchdowns over his last eight games. Yeah, he was absolutely explosive. Yep. Yep. So and and he he can even catch the ball out of the backfield, not as often, but he definitely can in comparison to what Gus Edwards offers. Um, so J.K. Dobbins, I think he's primed to have a good year. Um, personally, I think he could. J.K. Dobbins has the potential to be a top five fantasy running back. Hey, the the potential is there, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and with the pick right after J.K., um, I took Ezekiel Elliott. Um, this is a guy. I, He's been very productive since he's been in the year. His name's been kind of dragged through the mud for a lot of different reasons. Um, he, him and Tony Pollard, they split a lot of the carries and, and uh, touches last season, um, which I think ultimately helps Ezekiel Elliott because at the beginning of his career, it was just he's doing everything. Like He was just taking the workload for 350 everything. 350 carries a year. Yeah, it was insane. 
Um, he was, I mean, he was just, uh, it, they, they kept feeding him. I mean, the, there's the whole like feed Zeke meme or whatever. Uh, but, uh, I like, I like him in the third round. I like taking Zeke in the third round there. Um, and then coming back around with the fourth in the fourth round, um, uh, went back to the wide receiver position and got Deontay Johnson. Um, this is a guy, he, he gets open a lot. He can win off the line. Um, he runs a, a clean route. I hate to say it being a Ravens fan and he plays for the Steelers. He does run a good route. He has a good release. Um, his biggest knock is his hands kind of fail him. Um, uh, uh, well, they did at least a lot last season. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think he'll be a little bit of a safety blanket, whether it's for Mitch Trubisky or whether it's for Kenny Pickett. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I do, I do agree. He is definitely the alpha of the wide receiver group on that team. Um, they do have a lot of big personalities over there, especially with Chase Claypool, but he is their top wide receiver. Um, despite Chase Claypool thinking that he's a top three wide receiver in the NFL, he's not. Deontay Johnson is better than Chase Claypool. He's a better fantasy option. Um, so that's definitely a guy who you could be looking for in the fourth round. Um, I was honestly surprised that you didn't pick the guy who I ended up taking. Um, I ended up getting DJ Moore, who I was just over the moon about. I mean, even with all the all the uncertainty that was surrounding the team last year with the quarterback situation, DJ Moore still had over a thousand yards. The touchdowns weren't there, but um, but the thing with DJ Moore is he's consistent. Yeah, he's he's been very consistent over the past few years. I think I've actually had him in like the past two or three years. Yeah, um, I I've drafted him quite quite a bit. Yes, I mean he like he's a very consistent wide receiver when he's on the field. He gives you like you know what to expect from DJ Moore, like six, seven, eight catches, ninety to one hundred and ten to one hundred and twenty yards. Again, the touchdowns aren't necessarily always there, but then again, I mean he's always very productive. He's always on the field, doesn't miss games. He catches everything that comes to him, and he runs a clean route. So that he does. Um. I went a little off the reservation with my next pick. Me personally, um, this this is a, this is an approach that I'm going to start using this year. Um, but I tend to wait for drafting quarterbacks. I tend to load up at other positions. Yep, for sure. Um, but then again, at the same time, you can't start everybody that's sitting on your bench. Nope. There have been years where Holman 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 can attest. I've had four top ten, maybe not top ten, but four top. 30 fantasy wide receivers. I mean, the year, I mean, Tyler Lockett's breakout year, I had him sitting on my bench the entire year. I tried to tell you to play him for fucking like four weeks straight and you wouldn't do it. But I also had three other guys ahead of him that I trusted more who also produced just as much as Tyler Lockett. I mean, you won the championship. And and I ended up winning the championship. So in hindsight, it all worked out. But I mean, I had that guy just sitting on the bench when I could have been using him. So I ended up going with a quarterback. I usually wait, um, but I ended up grabbing Justin Herbert. I really don't have to explain a lot about Justin Herbert. I'm also not going to, to, to due to the sake of time. Um, but we all know Justin Herbert's a stud. He's only getting better. The offensive line got better. He's getting more comfortable in the offense. The sky's the limit for Justin Herbert. Yeah, I agree. He's a, he's a dog. He's a stud. Uh, it's a good pick. <clears throat> I went with a very similar approach, which is also very foreign to me because I'm usually taking a quarterback in the seventh or eighth round. Yeah. 
just being honest about the situation. No, no, I, I will say in years past for me, it has worked out. I ended up picking up like uh, I, I'm, I'm basing all of this on the on on our on our money lead that we do. Yeah, on on the the classics. Mm-hmm. Um, is the is the name of the fantasy league? Um, my first year, I took Andrew Luck. He won Comeback Player of the Year. My second year, I took. Lamar. Lamar Jackson. He won MVP. My third year, I took Brady, who won a Super Bowl. Last year, I had Matt Stafford. So I have a good track record with what I ended up doing. Like, Andrew Luck, I got at the tail end of the draft. Lamar Jackson. I picked Cam Newton before I picked Lamar Jackson. Yep. Tom, Tom Brady was probably the earliest I took a, I took a, I've taken a quarterback. And then last year, Matt Stafford just dropped into my lap. Yeah. Um, so... Again, it, it, it's all subjective. It's it's all what you think is going to work out best for your team. But I, I just I just I was just throwing, throwing that out there. No, for sure. Do, do you think? So I followed your route. I went quarterback here. My guy was sitting there. Had to take him, Lamar right. Jackson. Right, of course. That's my guy. I mean, everybody knows what Lamar Jackson has to offer. He has the throwing ability. He has the running ability. I mean, he's just he's so valuable when it comes to fantasy. The fact that he's, I think fifth or sixth, the fifth or sixth rated quarterback in fantasy. It's kind of strange. I think he should be maybe the second best behind Josh, Josh Allen. It's possible. Like fantasy quarterback, yeah. Yeah, fa- fantasy quarterback-wise, just because he he offers that running ability that, n- number one, we've never seen out of a quarterback before. No. Never seen out of a quarterback before. Closest comparison to Michael Vick. And even Michael Vick said, that kid, I don't, I don't that, that kid's 10 times better than me. Yeah. The whole thing with Josh Allen, what makes him so valuable is that is is the lack of running game that they have. So he has to run the ball, yeah, in order for them to be successful. I think that changes for them this season. I think so too. Between Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, and the boy they just got from Florida State, James Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's younger brother, Georgia. I thought it was Florida State. No, he played for Georgia. Okay. Um. Regardless, uh, Dalvin Cook played at Florida State. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Now, now we're on the same page. Um. Things will be a little bit different, and those rushing numbers will be a little bit lower for Josh Allen. For Lamar Jackson, he's always going to get his. Always going to get his. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, no. Um, and then just to end on an even number, in the sixth round. Thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad we are. If we ended on, if we ended on five, I'd probably punch you. <laughs> ending, on a, ending on an even number in the sixth round. Um, a guy I think is going to have a little bit of a sneaky season, Al Robinson the second. Yeah, no. I mean, I I definitely agree with you. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Allen Robinson guy. You were when he was in Chicago. Yeah, I, I I was his first year in Chicago. I was last year. I genuinely thought he was gonna have a really good year with Justin Fields throwing on the ball, but it didn't work out. Um, but yeah, playing alongside Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford throwing on the ball, like, come on. Yeah, he's gonna pull the number two DBs. I'll take Allen Robinson against number two DBs. Yeah, most weeks. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, Cooper Cup's gonna get doubled every week. He probably should be. He 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 probably should be. So Allen Robinson, definitely a sneaky guy. Um, I mean, dude, he caught fourteen passes. He caught fourteen touchdowns for Blake Bortles. This is the best quarterback he's ever had, <clears throat> and I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, and then um, my next pick, I ended up going with Miles Sanders. I needed another running back, especially with the uncertainty uncertainty around J.K. Dobbins. Miles Sanders is going to end up sharing the backfield with Kenneth Gainwell, but Miles Sanders. Averages over four and a half yards a carry when he's on the field, mm-hmm. um, so the so the production is there definitely. <coughs> oh God, <coughs> that was loud. That one, yeah, that one snuck up on me there. Sorry about that. That's all right. You're forgiven. <sighs> Thank you. 
Yeah, so I think we got. Uh, I mean, of course, we have the rest of our rosters. We're not gonna go through because that's just gonna take too damn long. Right. Um, top six picks there. We both have incredible teams. There's absolutely no way in hell that we have these teams in real life. Um, there's no way that you get Devontae at nine, I get Derrick Henry at ten, and then I come back around and grab Tyreek Hill in the second round, and you grab Debo in the second round. Like I came Debo ba- maybe in the second round, but like I ca- I came back around and I got DeAndre Hopkins in the seventh round. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not getting Lamar Jackson in the fifth round. No. It's not going to happen. Mm-mm. Um, And, you know, we're kind of talking about fantasy here. We had a little bit of a thought, and we want to hear from you guys. Um, Would you guys be interested in joining the Poppy and Holman Sports Lab Fantasy Football League? Uh, we were talking. We um We do want people that are committed. <clears throat> so with that being said, we are going to do a $10 buy-in. Uh, we half jokingly said, "Yeah, winner gets absolutely nothing. We're taking all of your money to feed our uh, <laughs> caffeine and gambling addictions." That's a hundred percent a joke. Um, you know, depending on how what the turnout is. Um, you know, if we can get ten people, if we can get twelve people, great. I like the bigger leagues. It makes it more interesting. It makes the people. It makes you think. It makes yeah. your knowledge of depth and how the NFL works and how teams like perform makes it more interesting. So I would love to have a bigger league, a twelve man league. I think anything more than that's a little ridiculous. Ten to twelve man league, that's what we're looking for. Ten dollar buy in. Let us know if you're interested. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do a ten dollar <clears throat> buy in. Um all the proceeds go right to the Poppy and Holman uh gambling addiction fund. <laughs> that's a joke. That's, now we'll yeah. we'll set up the prize pool. Yeah, complete, completely a joke. We're only we're only gonna buy a little bit of caffeine with it. Um no, but yeah, um, it's it's definitely something that I've that I've that I want to do for um with, with with the fans. Even though I know the majority of you personally, <laughs> right? Um, but if you guys are interested, let us know. Uh, we'll def- we'll definitely start getting things rolling in motion here, and um, yeah. I was say we also discussed doing a dynasty league, which sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I know Poppy and I are both on board for doing it. <clears throat> the problem with it is, is it requires a, a a lot of dedication. Like this is a team that you're running for years upon years upon years. It's not a redraft every single season. The only draft you do every season is r- drafting rookies to give some youth to your team. Right. Other than that, you're keeping the same players. You're trading away players to other teams. You're trading away draft picks in upcoming drafts. Like it's it's very in depth, and the 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 second problem with it all is, uh, blah, 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 words are hard with it all problem number problem b is you guys Pro- have to know college football problem number b problem number b yeah problem letter two <laughs> okay i i, I like that one a little problem bit number two yeah, pro- problem problem letter two problem letter two um yeah so i mean you really have to have like an in-depth knowledge of who's coming up who's going to be going to the nfl draft in the next few years just because, I mean, unlike redraft leagues, you can trade your picks. Mm-hmm. So in stronger offensive drafts, your picks are worth more. Yeah. And not as strong drafts, they're not worth as much. Right. I mean, you, you, you pretty much have to run your team like a business. Like this past season, like if you could have traded away your, your picks in this, in this last draft, you were good. I mean, I mean, it, it was defensive heavy at the top. It, it it was it was defensive heavy at the top, but it really it really just depends on what you're looking on what your team needs. If if you're if you're aging at wide receiver, this would have been the draft for you. This would have been a pretty good one. Uh, next year, if you're aging at quarterback, that's the draft for you. Yeah, you you want a top pick. 
Yeah, I, I mean, even 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 the next two years, there's going to be a lot of a lot of good quarterbacks coming out. Yeah, um, a, a stud running backs coming out of Texas this, this upcoming year. Yep, Bijan Robinson. The following year, um, that freak tight end from Georgia's coming out. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, there's a lot there's a lot of good guys who are going to be coming out, but it takes a lot of a lot of dedication in order to figure out what's going on. What's his name? Uh, just transferred from Pitt to um, USC. Was it oh, Madison? That bo- something Madison. Ah. Oh. Addison, no, Addison. Uh, Mario Addison. Mario Addison. I th- I think James uh, Madison. No, James Addison. I don't fucking know. I'm thinking of James Madison University. Shout out JMU. Shout out JMU. <laughs> nope, Mario Addison plays. Mario for, Addison. No, he plays for the Texans. Ah, ha Um, ah. Jordan Addison, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's something Addison. It is Addison though. I know that. That's uh, he's he's isn't that the, the Bolitnikov that he won? Huh? The f- Bolitnikov. The hell's the Bolitnikov? The fuck, damn it, you're fucking useless. Yeah, we've established that like months ago. <laughs> the the Fred Bolitnikov is the um uh award given out to the best wide receiver. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, we contemplated doing the dynasty. We de- we we decided not to. Maybe one year if we get a if we get a uh, if we get a good reaction from you guys. Like I said, if you Jordan want, Addison, Jordan Addison, there it is. That's the guy. Um, if you guys are interested in joining our league, hit us up on any of the social medias, um, or text us. No, <laughs> do not text me. <laughs> do not text me. I'll block your number. <laughs> <laughs> I will block your number. DM me on Twitter. You can only hit me up on the official Twitter of Poppy and Holman Sports Lab, the official Instagram of the show, or the official TikTok. It's not official because it's not verified, but I'm saying it's official because it sounds more official. It's officially us. <laughs> it's unofficially official. It's, okay. It's, it's, uno- it's unofficially official. I can confirm that it is us. <laughs> can confirm. We'll send you a selfie. <laughs> um, so just let us know if you guys are interested in joining. Um, if if we don't get a good enough turnout, we're stopping the show forever. You're stupid. <laughs> so please join. Please join. Um, Holman will cry. <laughs> I will. I am a crier. That's not. That's not. Uh, it's not a lie. Um, and then we just have one more topic. Though. Uh, well, no, we had two. Psych. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> we had two more things we wanted to get to regarding the NFL. Uh, we wanted to do um, <clears throat> a little bit of a. You heard me. What? Let me say it louder for the peanut gallery. Yeah. I hate you. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I hate me too. <laughs> yeah. I wake up every morning and I say that in the mirror. <laughs> um, we wanted to do uh, maybe a little uh, awards prediction on who we think is going to win the uh, the awards in the NFL. In this upcoming season. So let's start with the biggest one, the most important one, Coach of the Year. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Comeback Player of the Year. <laughs> um, Kim Kardashian had come on her back. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> dude, dude, have you ever seen that clip from Parks and Rec? No. Oh, my God. With uh, Chris Pratt? No, I've never seen Holy it. shit. i got to show you that after the show. Remind me to show you. That is one of the funniest clips you'll ever see. Um, let's start with, uh, no, in, in all honesty, let's start with MVP. Um, who do you think is going to win MVP this season? Honestly, 
Say it. Going off at plus 2,000. Say it. Jalen Hurts. Yes! Yeah, g- genuinely, I think it's going to be Jalen Hurts, um, with the addition, especially with the addition of A.J. Brown. Um, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, um, Dallas Goddard's going to have a good year. I talk you into um, that one. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles are primed. He has the rushing ability. People are doubting him. Um, I, 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 just, I just think he's primed for a good, a very, very good season that could end up becoming a, uh, an MVP season for him. I actually really like that pick. I think it's a very, very good pick. Um, I can see it. Yeah. A lot of value there as well. Um, <clears throat> Who are you taking? One guy I think um, I think is going to have a very good season. I think because of a little bit of lack of talent on the defensive side of the ball, they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. I was about to say, if you're saying a defensive player is about to win MVP, holy tits. No, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being logical about this one. Okay. Um, also, I don't know how Deshaun Watson has a better odds than Justin Fields. Justin Fields is at least going to see the field. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I think because of a lack of defensive... Uh, Production. Before you continue, are you able to parlay these? <laughs> Probably. I'm about to test it now. You can't. And some additions for the offensive side of the ball. Looking to get a new contract. Titties and beer. Titties and beer. Love both of those. <laughs> Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, once again, kind of sticking with the, uh, and actually on FanDuel, he's at plus 2,000. Jalen Hurts is at plus 2,500. So if you're going to bet Jalen Hurts, maybe come to FanDuel. Just letting you know, a little bit more bang for your buck. Shout out FanDuel sponsors. Right, shout out FanDuel sponsors. Um, I like Kyler Murray on that one. Um, like I said, I mean, what do they have? Like, there's a part of me that wants to say, like, Justin Herbert or Derek Carr, but they both made pretty decent additions on the defensive side of the ball that, you know what, they could, they could ball out, they could blow somebody out, and then they're just going to run the ball because the defense is holding on. So I'm I'm going Kyler I'm going Kyler Murray here. See the thing with Kyler Murray is he starts off the season so hot and then he flames out. He might not. That's very true. He may not. And he's looking to get a new contract, so maybe he's gonna ball out, win an MVP, and be like, "Motherfucker, pay me." Yeah. Okay. So I got Kyler Murray there. I like Kyler Murray there. No, I'm with it. I like it. I do. Who you want next? Like what award? Yes. We just do the defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. The, def- the defensive MVP. There we go. I want to hear yours first, dude. Do you? I do. Okay. Who are you taking? My defensive player of the year. I think he's going to have a... Uh, I think he's going to have a very good season. Mm-hmm. Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's paired up with Joey Bosa. He's going to get a little bit less attention on the offensive line. You got to pick who you double. You got to pick who you help on. Do you help on Joey Bosa? Do you help on Cleo Mack? Hmm. I don't know. You tell me. I'm going Cleo Mack. Okay. I think Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Aaron Donald are like the, maybe maybe even Nick Bosa are like 
don't want to say the easy way out, but like kind of the short, the more short picks. Okay. Uh, so who do you got? Uh, give me one second. I'm finishing up my list. Oh. All right. Now, now I know who I'm picking for all awards. Okay. This way, this way, I can go ahead and save it. Um. So this is a guy who I think is going to continue to build on what he did last year. I think he's just going to come out. I think he's going to have a monster year and really establish himself as a dominant force here in the league. Michael, Par- Michael Parsons had a feeling that's who you were going there. Yeah, I mean he, I mean he did, I mean he did everything for for Dallas last year. I think he's going to find an identity this upcoming season, which I think is probably going to be as a pass rusher. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean they lost Randy Gregory, so they might need a little bit more help on that's on that part of the defensive front. Yeah, I think he'll establish himself as an outside linebacker. Okay. Um, and I think he'll really, really thrive, especially under Dan Quinn. Okay. Um, so ultimately, I th- I think it is going to end up being Michael Parsons. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Um, that's what I got for you. Love it. Comeback player of the year. Okay, this is a guy who um had a very very dominant first year. Okay. Got hurt last year. Yes, he did. Chase Young had a feeling you were going there. Yeah, I think um. As dominant as Micah Parsons was his 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 rookie season, Chase Young's gonna come back and just show him who Daddy in the NFC still is. Yeah, I could see it. Micah Micah Parsons might be a transcendent talent on the on the defensive side of the ball, but I was I was I was the one pounding the table, and tell me if I'm wrong. Chase Young should have gone number one overall in the draft. I at the time you I were. thought he was the best player in the draft. I'll give you that. I'm still big on him now. So ultimately Chase Young instead of your comeback player of the year. Okay. That's a good pick. Contemplated that as well. Okay. And I'm with you on that one. I like it. But but we know how this league likes quarterbacks. Hmm. Jameis Winston. Thought you were about to say Marcus Mariota. How cool would that be? That'd no, be I, w- sick. I, I wouldn't pick him. Um, I thought about really going with like a joke and saying Drew Locke. I think Jameis Winston. Uh, I could see it. He be he he might be eating a lot of W's down there. Who knows? Marlon Humphrey's going at plus ten thousand. Marcus Peters is going at plus twenty five hundred on Fanduel on DraftKings. Trey Lance is going at plus ten thousand. The fuck the Trey Lance even do? I don't know. It's going to come back from something, though. Gus Edwards, Marlon Humphrey, Ronnie Stanley. Saw J.K. Dobbins on this. Ronnie Stanley, comeback player of the Marcus year. Marcus Peters. The fact that there's four Ravens players on there with notable odds is astounding. Five on the list total. Who's the fifth? Well, there's J.K. Yeah. Marcus Peters. Yeah. Marlon Humphrey. Yeah. Ronnie Stanley. Yeah. Gus Edwards. Hey, there is five. Haha. Ha. Okay. I can't count. Turkey. All right. Who's your offensive offensive rookie of the year? Offensive rookie of the year. I don't even know if I have that on Fandle here. Son of a titty muncher. I don't have it. <sighs> I don't know. No? I'd have to go look. 
Okay, you just want me to go. You want me to go in mine real quick? Yeah, I thought Fanduel had it. Fanduel let me down. It is what it is. Okay, so my offensive rookie of the year, just because I think he's going to be the only bright spot on this team. Jesus, Kenneth Walker. Hmm. I think. Uh, I, th- I think they're going to give him the rock. I think he's going to show out. Um, people people were a little um, a little wary on him coming into the draft just because he only had the one year of production at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to come in. And I think he's just going to have a very very serviceable year because he can catch the ball a little bit too. Okay. Um, he might be. In, you know how I would describe him: a less dynamic Saquon Barkley. Okay. So yeah, that's my pick. Part of me wanted to go Malik Willis. I'm honestly surprised that you did. Because you know that's my boy. That is your boy. Um, but with the uncertainty of whether he's going to start the year, start at some point or not, I think ultimately he does. Okay. But um, I think it's going to be Kenneth Walker. Oh. At some point, Tennessee's going to say, all right, Daniel, you're done. You suck, dude. He does. He does suck. He does suck. He's not very good. I will say this: If he doesn't start this season, Malik Willis will be the starter for Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans, coming into the, in the 2023 season, because the the cap hit for Ryan Tannehill is zero. Yep. So, um, I'm gonna stick with the running back theme we got there. You want Brees? I'm going Brees Hall. That, and that was someone else who I who I wanted to go with. Um, I don't know. Just with Michael Carter being there, they already have a very established running back to begin with. That's just me. Yeah. I, I think they I mean they have a very good one to punch with those two, but I think Brees Hall ends up Okay doing a little bit more for him. No, I like it. It's just it's just there's a little bit of uncertainty there. So I mean same thing with Kenneth Walker. Sure. So I don't know, we'll see what happens. It'll be it'll it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, let's move on to defensive rookie of the year. All right. You got yours? Mm-hmm. Who you got? One word. Sauce. One word. Two syllables. Demarcation. Demarcation. Uh, Ahmad Gardner, I think, is going to be the defensive rookie of the year. Okay. I mean, I think he's the most polished corner in the draft. Um, he's going to be put out on an island the majority of the year. I think quarterbacks are going to test him because they're like, I just want to see if this kid's the real deal. I think he's going to have a good year. I I think it's a, <clears throat> I think that's it's good thought there. Um, I'm going uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. I like that too. I thought about that. I also thought about Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton, yeah, it's it's tough not to take him. You know, home guy there. Uh, just. <laughs> The NFC East doesn't have a lot of good offensive lines. Yeah. Eagles don't have a good offensive line. Commander, the Commanders, they don't have a good offensive line. It was called the Redskins. Um, Two names ago, buddy. God, <laughs> God bless. Bless you. Uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, I mean, I, I don't even know. The the Cowboys, they're starting to fall fall apart. They lost Leo Collins. Um Tyron Smith's getting, getting a little older. bit older. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like Kayvon Thibodeau there, and it, 
I th- I think you know the voters and everything. I think they just like pass rush a little bit more than they like corners. I agree. I Unless mean, you have the picks to back it, you have to have the picks. Like Marshawn Lattimore had when he won. Yes. Yeah. Like breakups, they're like ah whatever. Completion percentage, they they look past it. Whatever. Yeah. If you don't have the picks to to do it, they don't really give a fuck. Kayvon Thibodeau is going to have the sacks because completion percentage is such a could be such an irrelevant stat because a guy could go for could go three for three on you one day and then nobody else catches a pass on you for the rest of the year mm-hmm. and then yep your percentage is low yep um so I, I like Kayvon Thibodeau there yeah I wanted to, so so I think Kayvon Thibodeau I think he has the highest ce- he has the highest ceiling in this draft in my opinion. I would agree with that. I think Aiden Hutchinson has the highest floor. Yeah, but I think he has the highest ceiling. I would it, agree with that. I, his his potential is just un unmatched. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah, I I mean, it de- it definitely ain't gonna be Trayvon Walker. No, no, I don't think so. Um, okay, who you got for coach? Coach of the year. I went a little off the reservation with this one. Did you? I did. Okay. Yeah. Um. I hear weird noises coming from outside. It's the ghost. Okay. I love that. A ghost. Um, hmm. I kind of think it's going to be... Fuck. I think it's going to end up being uh, Doug McDermott from Buffalo. Okay. I got you. No, I, 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 I like that. They're primed for a good year. Um, You know, just... It makes sense, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Who you got? Who you thinking? Okay. Your 2022 NFL Coach of the Year is going to be Urban Meyer. Psych. Doug Peterson, honestly. Doug Peterson. For the Jags. Yep. Okay. With all the dysfunction that the team was in last year, they can't be worse. And I, I Trevor Lawrence is going to make strides. They're not going to be atrocious. They might be. They might win. Might be atrocious. Yeah, they might. Who knows? I think they might win. A few, they might win more games than what people think. They're going to be a little better than what people think. So I think he uh, helps them out with that. Okay. So yeah, that's that. All right. There's our uh, there's our predictions on uh, some some awards coming through the NFL there, and then while we're predicting shit. Schedules. Yeah, we'll kind of we'll kind we'll kind of breeze through this one, just because we're. Jeez, we gotta be up over, <clears throat> up over two hours now at this point. Yeah. Um, I think we can shave off like a good like eight minutes from the total time recorded right now, but we're at two hours and two minutes. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so th- this week we're gonna go ahead and do. Uh, we're gonna start in the at uh in the south. Got it. We're in a southern state of mind here. Shout out Darius Rucker. Um, Love me some Darius Rucker. So we're gonna go ahead and while Wes's fam, fuck, I haven't. All right, <laughs> stupid. I haven't done that in weeks. What called you by your government? I know. Sorry, they they, they know where you're at now. But anyway, yep. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and start with the with the Colts. Um, so week one, they're at Houston. They win this one. I yeah. I would agree there. We've talked about it before. Houston's going to be bad. Yeah, they're not going to be very good. They got Davis Mills at quarterback. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're not going to be great. Uh, week number two, they're on the road to Jacksonville. 
they're gonna win. They're gonna lose this game. They're gonna lose this game. They, they struggle with they Jacksonville. Can, they for cannot some reason. win in Jacksonville. They can't beat Jacksonville at all. Yeah, they um, lost in Jacksonville at the end of the week eighteen last to year. Miss out on the playoffs. They missed the playoffs. Yeah. Um, week number three, they're gonna be at home for the Chiefs. Loss. Okay. I like that. Week number four, they're at home for the Titans. I think they win this one. I would agree there. I would agree there too. They're not. They're definitely not going to be on it. They're not going to. They're not going to be on a three-game loser. No. I, can, I can tell you that one. Um, then they're on the road to Denver. This is a tough one. Hmm. I think Denver takes it. Yeah, Denver takes this. I like. Uh, <clears throat> I like their secondary. Yep. Against uh, that pretty pitiful receiving core they got there. It's better than what people think, but yeah. it's still not great. It's still not great. Um, then week number six, honestly, I think this is going to be the same fucking result. Until they prove me otherwise, they're, on, they're at home against Jacksonville. Until they prove me otherwise, I don't think they beat Jacksonville. All right, give it to Jacksonville. I'm in. Fuck it. It's just, it's just, it's just something about them. Oh, whoops, wrong color. Whoa, dude. Lock it in. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. Okay, that's all I can ask. Sorry for yelling. It's all right. It should be. And then um, week seven, they're at the Titans. Lost. No, at Tennessee. Yes. Yeah, same one. Same thing. So they lose to Tennessee. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was like looking like one down under Tennessee's <laughs> list. And it's they're at Tennessee. Off. They're at the Titans. No, at, the Titans. at Tennessee. It's the same thing. Okay, so na- so now we have a little bit of a stretch of some games that have already been decided for the team. Uh, week number eight, we have them winning at home versus Washington, and then week number nine, we have them winning at New England, okay, leading them into a showdown out west at Vegas. Whew. This is going to be a sneaky good game. This is a sneaky uh, game of the year candidate. Yeah. Huh. I think I like Vegas. Do you? I think I do, too. I don't know if they have anybody competent enough to cover Devontae. I don't know. And even if you do. Because now they have Yannick Ngakwe as well. The Colts? Mm-hmm. Traded Rocky Sin in order to get him. Yeah. Yeah. With Vegas. With Vegas. Yeah. Um, then week number 11, they are at home versus Philly. We already had that one decided. They beat Philly. Yep. Heading into a week 12 matchup at home against the Steelers. I think they'll win this one. I think they win this one. Yeah. But don't we have this? We already have this one decided. Could we pick the Steelers schedule? Oh, we did. What did we say? Probably they beat the Steelers. They lose the Steelers. Wow. Okay. No. They beat the Steelers. Steelers, Steelers lose this one. Okay. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. So they win this one. Okay. Heading into a week 13 matchup down south at Dallas. We had uh, Dallas winning. Okay. So, and then um, going from Dallas into the bye week. So, they ain't losing that one. And then at Minnesota. Coming out, coming out of a bye week. We picked this one. Fuck. Indianapolis won. Okay. That's what I thought. Son of a bitch, dude. I can't remember. I, forget. I can't believe I forget this shit. 
Minnesota. I got okay. you. I got you, baby girl. I'll keep you on track. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. And then uh, week 16, they're at home against the Chargers. Was it necessary for me to say it like that? No, but it did anyway. No, it was not at all. But I loved it. I'm um, Chargers. Necessary? <clears throat> necessary for me to drink my own urine? No. But it's sterile. And I like the taste. And then uh, week 18, they're at home against Houston. Win. Got it. Yep. Wasn't even, no second guess. So that puts. Probably didn't even have to say anything about that, honestly. I was just about to say. I was, I was getting ready. I was in the process. Market of, green. Uh, I was in the process of marking it. Well, I, when we said that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and eight for the Colts. I could maybe see one game getting swung there and then ending up ten and seven, but I uh, Prob- we'll s- probably a Jacksonville game. Probably a Jacksonville game, probably. Yeah. But we're sticking with nine and eight. Said it, I meant it. So here we are now. Um, and then we're gonna go ahead and do New Orleans as well. Give me a moment. Uh. Are you practicing your beatboxing? I'm thinking about it. Okay. Do you think I'd be good at it? Uh, let me hear something. <laughs> no, don't hold me on the spot like this. You put me on the spot earlier, bitch. Oh, but ask your root picture. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Okay. Um, let's kick it off here. Uh, New Orleans is at Atlanta. Win. Yeah, Atlanta's going to be bad. They are going to be pretty bad. Um, heading into a week two matchup against Tampa Bay. Loss. Mm-hmm. I would agree there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Actually, Tom Brady's never beat New Orleans in the regular season. That's a good point. Huh. And they're at home. Hey, you know what? Give them that one. Swing it? Okay. Give them that one. I, th- I talked myself into it. Hey, you, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Are you in? I'm fucking in. Okay. okay. Heading into a week three matchup at Carolina. They win. Yeah, I mean. Tyron Matthew is, uh, he, he might, he might kill Baker Mayfield. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, okay. Week number four, there it's a neutral site game. I think in London against Minnesota. We they they both lose. No, they don't. You tricky. Well, Minnesota loses to New Orleans, so so New Orleans picks this one up. Way to go, New Orleans. Okay, uh, heading into a week five matchup at Seattle. Win. Okay. Seattle's gonna suck. And then they are at home in week six for Cincinnati. We already picked this one, and they pick it up. Nice. Okay. Love that. Heading into week seven, they're at Arizona. Loss. Okay. So their six-game winning streak to open season ends. We had New, we had New Orleans starting 6-0. and oh. Shout out Jameis. <laughs> Shout out Jameis. Comeback player of the Comeback year. Comeback player of the year. Bitch. There it is. Come uh, to fruition, bitch. Then week number eight, they're at home versus Vegas. This is a good matchup. I know. I think they'll ultimately take it just because I think their defense is stronger. 
Marshawn. Yep. Cam Jordan. Marcus May. Tyron Matthew. They'll get this one. Okay. Okay. Now we have two straight where it's already been decided. They are they are at home for Baltimore and on the road to Pittsburgh. Back to back weeks. Both games are a loss for New Orleans. Um heading into a week eleven matchup against the Rams at home. Loss. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, at San Francisco in week 12. I think they lose this one. Okay. The physicality of that defense is something else. And then at Tampa Bay, week 13. <sighs> will Tom Brady exercise his demons? I think he does. I think he does. Okay. I think he does. Well, I mean, until he proves me otherwise, I don't know if he can. <sighs> I think I, he exercises this okay. one. Uh, week 14, they're at a bye week. And then week 15, I really don't really think I have to pick this one, but they play Atlanta. What's the next week? <laughs> Give me a second here. Nope. Wrong color. Bitch. <laughs> yes, that was him slapping himself in the face. <laughs> um, week 16, they're on the road to Cleveland, and they lose to Cleveland. Week 17, they're at Philadelphia. We have them beating Philadelphia. Okay. And then week 18, they're at home for Carolina. Win. Win, 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 win. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine M's in my bank account. Yeah, they win 10 games. <laughs> Damn. New Orleans on the come up. 10 and 7 for New Orleans. Ab, that bodes well for Jameis winning uh, comeback player of the year. And it also bodes well for whatever the hell. Dennis Allen for winning coach of the year. Dennis. He might. Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen, sponsor us. <laughs> Dennis Allen, please come on the show. This is your official invite. This is, this is your official invite, Dennis Allen. Do it. We love you, Dennis Do Allen. It <laughs> Do, Do it now. Do it. Do it now. Three, two, one. one two. Yes. Say it. Yes. Say it. Say yes. Say it right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's it for the NFL. Um, we got a few more things we want to touch on. Last week we talked about the MLB, and we kind of talked about the best division of baseball. You can make an argument for the NL West um, about them being better than the AL East. The AL East, as predicted, was the first uh, division in baseball where every team – one has uh, reached 40 games. Wrong uh, one. I didn't want to use that one. Which one do you want to use? R2. Fuck, that was close. The purple one. Not that you can uh, tell until after you hit the button. I know. That's, that's kind of annoying about that. Um, but the Orioles, have uh, they reached 40 wins last night. Um, and... They're playing. Uh, they're actually playing pretty good baseball right now. Um, they're I th- down three nothing at the at the moment. They are playing the Angels, who are a pretty good team. Uh, Record wise, we're actually better than the Angels. Yeah, I know, but they still have good players. Yeah, Mike try to hit a three run dinger. <laughs> That'll do it. That's sometimes that's all it takes. Uh, yeah, I hit a. Oh, I didn't know they had Jonathan VR too. Yeah, they got a pretty good team over there. The Angels do. Yeah, they have a they have uh, a good roster. Um, we might be. Uh, the first team or the first uh, division in baseball. It's a good look for you. Um, where every team actually reaches um, 500 or better. 
Uh, yeah, the I, Orioles are the only team that isn't. They're four games back right now. Yeah, and they're and they're only four games back. We're forty and forty four. Um, so just a little quick shout out to the Orioles, the AL, AL East, the best division in baseball. Um, and just to touch on something regarding um, the MLB. The only other thing uh, really going on currently in sports is um, the NHL draft took place. Um, I believe it was what last night, yes. two nights ago, whatever the hell it was. Yes, I can't pronounce half these names. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but the majority of them are from like Russia and it's other countries. I can other I can, countries. I can pronounce the guy who went first his name. I just got to look at it again. Yuraj Slavikovsky. That's far off. <laughs> That's incredibly far off. His last name is S L A F K O V S K Y. Slavkowski. Yeah, his you pronounced his first name wrong. What'd I say? Slav? No. It's um Yurig. His first name is J U R A J. What the fuck are you doing over there, dude? Don't worry about it. Mind your business. No. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's really that's really all, all I wanted to hit off at the NHL draft. Um, and then uh, the Capitals drafted. Um, oh, young Ivan uh, Mirashinkwinko. Mir- Mir- uh, Mirchenkov. Sure. So, something like that. That that has me all hot and bothered because he was supposed to be like a top five a top five pick, but he got diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, apparently his um his um recovery from that is going very very well. Uh-huh. Um, potential wise, a lot of people actually say he has the potential to be the best player in the draft. Interesting. Yeah, and the and the capital stole him at twenty. Good for them. Yeah. So. And I mean, good on him too for for managing to get drafted, even dealing with the even dealing with the with the disease that he has. Right. So a little bit of a feel good story from last night. Yeah. And then we had one more laughable moment that I wanted to talk about. <coughs> Excuse me. No excuse for you. This was something you're right. <coughs> that I saw on TikTok. Oh heavens. Um where I'm sure you didn't know this. And it's a weird statistic. But the Seattle Mariners I believe since, I want to say it was 2006, last 16 years, have had zero playoff appearances, but they have had four players that have ruptured a testicle. (laughs) They have more ruptured testicles than playoff appearances. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So Seattle hasn't made the playoffs. Hold on. <laughs> I wish everybody could see what this asshole is doing over there. Don't worry about it. Mind your business. No. <laughs> um, so Seattle, if I if memory serves me correctly, they haven't made the playoffs since they broke the MLB record for the most wins in a season back in 01 during Ichiro's rookie year where he also won MVP. Yeah, and it it may have been, it may have been back then. I I am I'm drawing a blank on the year, um. But yeah, they have uh, they've had more players get hit in the balls by a baseball than they have won playoff games. Yes, in like the last sixteen years. 
Yes. That is astounding. Yep. That... They have more ruptured testicles than playoff wins. That like hurts my testicles just hearing that. I'll show you the TikTok. Is it someone getting fucking pelted in the balls by a baseball? Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you see the ball hit them in the groin. Ugh. No, I don't want to watch it now. Okay. Well, you're going to watch anyway. No. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll throw you down my stairs. Promise? Yes, I do. Okay. I'll take a video of it. Post it on Instagram? Sure, you want me to? Post on... You never posted the pictures of the uh, you watching the, the horse race? Okay, chill out there. <clears throat> I don't want to. Okay, big guy. Um, so that's all we have for you guys this week. It's another two-hour episode. That's three straight weeks of two-hour episodes. Um, we're really diving in. I feel like it's it's actually not the worst thing in the world because we're not able to do multiple episodes a week. Mm. Um, so given uh, giving you guys longer episodes, uh, kind of draw it out throughout the week. I don't think that's hateful. I don't think we're doing too mm. bad. No. Um, and then next week, <clears throat> we kind of have to not necessarily speed run, but it's a no shenanigans day. Um, so next week, we'll probably end up being a little bit shorter. Boo! Sorry, I got to drive up to New York. Why don't they drive down to Pennsylvania? Because uh, the party's at their house. That's a bad excuse. I don't know that it is. I think it is. I feel like it's a pretty good excuse. I, I mean, I, I, I would disagree. We're going to agree to disagree on that one, Dad. Did you call me Doug? Sup, <laughs> <What>, Doug? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead. Let's get the hell on out of here. It's 9 o'clock already. We've been here for two hours recording this thing. Um, and then uh, y'all stay safe. Have a good weekend. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.